1: Wherever podcasts are available.
2: Users lose all sense of reality and enter another world. Remember, do
1: not underestimate the power of PlayStation.
0: Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Welcome to Podcast Beyond, episode 333. I'm one of your hosts, Greg Miller. Alongside, he only does everything, Colin Moriarty. Beyond. Beyond. How
1: are you? It's called a show. It's been a good day call it a show already yeah, yeah
0: it's done it's yesterday i told you to shave the beard yeah today it's not looking that bad give me look give me a chin up look up Look, you're proud of yourself yeah okay if it feels a little on the sides i think i'll be happy with it yeah it's not going to Is it, when are you going to shave it um i don't know all right fine
1: i don't really know what i'm gonna shave it's really itchy i'm i just haven't shaved because i'm profoundly lazy yeah i know that
0: then over here, the goddess of girl fright, Megan Sullivan. What's up? Hey, Megan, you're making your return to podcast beyond. How are you?
3: I haven't it's been a while.
0: It has been. Sorry, we've been busy. That's okay. You know how I always tell you, you, Sorry, you we've been busy. You we've want, been busy. You always want to be on the show, and then I always forget because we always forget it's Beyond Day. until it's Beyond Day, and then it's like, da we run around. That's
3: fine. I'm here now. That's good.
0: Oh God, what are you doing? Nothing. Oh, I already know what you're doing. <laughs> Do you want it to do it now? No, you have something planned. Nope. Ugh. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, as always, this is uh, IGN's PlayStation podcast, the number one PlayStation podcast on the internet. Let's begin with what is and forever will be the Roper Report. Time
3: for some
0: Good job, Sullivan. this. is why you're invited back. This is
3: so ridiculous. I listen to this podcast. I know how this goes. So
0: many people come on here and they fake it. They don't. They totally fake it. But no, I know. They don't know. We should point out too that we. This is an extended episode. It You're is. getting your usual dose of an hour of us, and then another hour with Chris Zimmerman from Sucker Points talking about Infamous. We'll is it an somewhere. hour? Did we talk to him for that long? It's like 50 minutes. Wow. It's close enough. I'm I calling it in an hour. Call it. I remember to cut out the part where Nick interrupts, too. Oh, good. Yeah. That's good. I should do that on the audio version. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there are
1: 10 items on the list. A lot of these are combined to make it you know, shorter, so we don't have 8,000 this game was announced stories. Okay. I figured you'd enjoy that this week.
0: I'm psyched. You you? Got how many Danganronpas were announced? I don't know. I wish, I mean, I wish I'm, more. I'm super stoked that some people are buying Danganronpa and then mm. tweeting us about it because they can't get the way I pronounce it out of them. Yeah, Danganronpa. You, you got that Danganronpa up there. Uh,
1: number one. Amy Hennig, the creator, writer, and creative director of the Uncharted franchise, has officially left Naughty Dog. IGN sources noted that Hennig was, quote, forced out, end quote, of the studio and an Uncharted 4 would be taken over by The Last of Us' tandem of Neil Druckmann and Bruce Straley. Sony confirmed Hennig's departure, but Naughty Dog took issue with Druckmann and Straley being somehow blamed for Hennig's departure, categorically denying it, and noting that decisions like this go through the studio co-presidents Evan Wells and Christoph Balestra. Sony Scott Rohde told IGN that he doesn't agree with the terminology, quote, forced out, end quote. And that, quote, things change, and sometimes change involves very high-profile individuals, end quote. Regardless of when it went down, we wish Amy heading nothing but the very best.
0: What a shitty situation mm. for all parties involved. Mm. And I'm not going to talk about IGN then and then Sony saying that's not how it happened or Naughty Dog saying I just mean these three people in the, the studio, Amy in general, right? Like, we're lucky enough to have worked in this industry for a while, covered PlayStation for a while. Uh... Everyone at Naughty Dog stand-up human beings who I enjoy quite a bit. Let alone these three names being named. Let alone Amy leaving the studio after making all these uncharted. It's just what a terrible week.
1: Yeah, it's been it's bad week. Yeah, I mean we we personally know every single person we just talked about. Right. Um and uh you know are friendly with all these people. Um so yeah I mean there's not much more to add other than you know it it, it sucks to see Amy go. I mean I uh, I think she I really think she. Helped catapult Naughty Dog into super relevance um, yeah. with Uncharted. I mean, yeah. I think a lot of people um, remember Crash Bandicoot, know how well those games sold. Still, probably their best-selling games, actually. But then Jack and Daxter came out; those games were good and they did well. But but Naughty Dog became critically relevant, I think, with Uncharted. Right. Um, Breakout. Hits. It's not like anyone was talking about how much better Crash Bandicoot was than Mario sixty four, or how much better Jack and Daxter was than Ratchet, because that yeah. wasn't happening. You know. Yeah. So like, Uncharted was better than everything else that was coming out. And you know, um, I think they. You know, owe a great deal to to her contributions, yeah. um, which you know, you know they hired her um, to do this. So, uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm interested to see where she ends up, and I'm sure she'll have no issue finding oh, God, uh, no. a job. In the meantime, I hope that we have some clarity at some point about what happened. It seems like uh, Naughty Dog uh, and Sony have said their piece, so yeah. Um,
0: yeah, this, yep. you know, the Naughty Dog statement, right, is from Christoph and Evan, and it basically ends, now we're going to get back to doing what we do in making games, which, you know, I totally get, right? That's the weird part about our business, is that we fluctuate this fine line, right, between, hey, we're talking about how much we love video games and how great this is, and you should buy this game, or you should avoid this game, and then all of a sudden we have to be like, all these people got laid off, and there's this drama, and this is ha-, you know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, we have such a weird enthusiast-press relationship with everything, just news in general, that for them to have to do this. The big question, Colin, is what do you think this means for Uncharted PS4? Um, I don't know. I don't know what it means. Yeah. I mean,
1: you know, uh, Neil and Bruce, if they are going to work on Uncharted, both have experience already working on Uncharted. Right, they, they know that Uncharted series. Too. Especially, yeah, with Uncharted 2, which is considered by many, not me, but many, and not you, <laughs> but many considered <laughs> to be the best Uncharted game. So their pedigree, you know, especially with the last of Us, is unquestioned, and I think the game is going to be just fine. Right. Um. It's just sad to see Amy go. I mean, you know. Um. But you know, we have to remember that while she, you know, advised on um, Golden Abyss, she didn't write that game. She didn't, you know, make that game. So, and that turned out to be a great Uncharted game. I think that better than Drake's Fortune even. So, just because she's not there doesn't mean that the Uncharted games are going
0: to die. Or it's a public breakup, but it's not like. Anybody, you, everybody, it's not we always talk about this, right? Or when we have somebody on, even when we had Chris Zimmerman, who you hear on this show, talking about Sucker Punch and Infamous, right? Like, it, there's always more than one person who makes a game. You right. know what I mean? There's so many creative influences coming around that I don't think you have to worry about it. I thought it was really, not bizarre, but interesting that Sony's statement the night of the story that IGN posted was yes, we can confirm Amy's left, da 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 and this doesn't impact the production schedule of Uncharted. It's like, that was a weird thing to say, right? Like, gr- we don't even know what the development timeline of Uncharted PS4 is, so... Yeah, my
1: assumption will be fall 2015.
0: Uh, yeah, that sounds right. That end. sounds about right. Um, yeah,
1: so, you know, we wish everyone the, the very best. Okay. Um, you know, especially uh, especially Amy, who, um, you know, as we said, we both know personally, we're both, you know, friendly with Amy, and, yeah. um, you know, I'm super intrigued to see what she does next. She has... You know, people forget she wrote Legacy of Kane, Like she, before she wrote Uncharted, she worked on Jack Three. She worked on all these games for EA back in the '90s. She has a wide range of abilities that goes beyond this pulp beyond beyond this this pulp you know action drama that they created. And so mm-hmm. she's capable of doing other things. You know, um, and I'm interested to see what ideas have been marinating in her head that she is now allowed to move on to.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all
3: right. let's just hope for the best.
0: Yeah, that's all you can do, Megan.
3: Yep, exactly.
0: Keep on hope.
1: All right, that's good. Number two. <laughs> Jack Trenton is stepping down as president and CEO of Sony Computer Entertainment America effective April 1st. Trenton started a PlayStation in 1995. He will be replaced by Sean Layden, who comes from Sony Network Entertainment International. We wish Trenton the best in his future endeavors. That's Again, great. another person we know personally. I know. And it's very sad to see him go. He I was know. always very, very nice to me and to you. You know? Yeah. I always liked that he knew your name. Yeah. Right? Like he remembered you. That's a good thing. You know, executives, I guess, get to that point. He got there. Well, largely because
0: they have shaking hands, remembering
1: names. Yeah, exactly. Well, you you have to do that. How many yeah, people does he know and meet? And you know, and, yeah, yeah. But he was always super friendly, and yeah, um, you know, uh, sad to see him go. I don't know why he's leaving, but he even wants to do something else. He was there for 19 years.
0: I think that's that's the big thing, right? Like I I talked a little bit about this on Gamescape, I believe, right? The fact that. You know what else is left for him to do? How many more mountains are there? I think leaving during the PlayStation 3 era would have not put a sour taste in his mouth, right? But to go out with you know we had a uh, PS3 struggled at launch, it caught up in the end, but in the consumer mind share, right? It was never really on It was never surpassing Xbox 360 of the PlayStation fans, but in terms of numbers and yada yada yada, I think now you come out with this PlayStation 4 thing, huge launch. You know you're way ahead of Xbox One. It seems like everything's going your way. Leave now on top, rather than you know what? But the you know. The flow of the industry continue. Like, he always talked about that when I'd interview him, right? The fact that everything comes in waves and that, you know, it's I mean, this never ending process of repeating yourself and doing this. Should have yep. left after Vita came out. I'm sorry. That was, no. that was that was the king. That was probably the one. I was just
3: gonna say I associate him so much with PlayStation, mm-hmm. so it's kind of mm-hmm. strange that he's leaving.
0: Right. Yeah, yeah. It's gonna like that was the big conversation. Who's gonna host the E3 press conferences now? Yeah. Who's gonna come out at first and talk? I say Shun
1: Adam. Adam probably not. I would say. I mean, I love Adam, but but I, I would say it would probably be.
0: Andy House. Um. See, I, here's the thing, though, is I think that Sony's changed its perception. Or PlayStation, the PlayStation brand has changed its perception with consumers, right? Like PlayStation 4, their whole ad campaign, everything was spot on, right? And the fact of, hey, everybody, we're PlayStation, we're games, this is what we do, we're really cool. Here's, you know, the shoe and Adam video of them exchanging the game, and that's really funny and ha-ha-ha. I think you bring out Andy, and I love Andy, don't get me wrong, but I think he's, he, he seems very suitish. Right, He comes out and he seems like an executive mm-hmm. and he seems like a high-level guy. Whereas if you bring out Adam and Shu or whatever, Shu comes out and introduces everything then passes it off to Adam. Because as we've talked about before, it's kind of ridiculous that Sony puts out videos with Shuhei in them and captions it when Shu's speaking English. But clearly, there's people out in the PlayStation world who don't immediately understand what he's saying.
1: Yeah, I don't. So, yeah, it's a little weird because I think he speaks actually. Yeah, very I think well. he does too. Really no, no, I know English. we all we all agree,
0: but I, uh, there's someone in Middle America who doesn't get it. I guess probably former little Greg Miller would have been the mm. same way. So yeah, have him come out, introduce it like you know, at kind of Gamescom when he was playing on the controller and doing all the fun yeah, stuff, and fun. starting the present. You know, have fun with it, if the, especially for E3. You know what I mean? Like CESs and stuff like that. That's where you continue to have your shirt and tie guy come out. That's what Greg Miller would do.
1: Okay. I agree.
3: I think you should have the more personable, like fun-loving people come out at E3 and get people hyped up for these games.
1: Hmm.
3: So, yep.
1: You don't think Andy House is going to be getting the the house going for? Wouldn't it be great if he had a catchphrase and he's just trying to get makes yeah. it? I'm Andy House,
0: and I'm here to rock your house with PlayStation. <laughs> <laughs> Show them PlayStation All Stars too.
1: <laughs> Number three. In a conversation with IGN, Sony's Scott Scott Rohde discussed DriveClub's failure to launch on PlayStation 4, noting that the delay, quote, comes back to the fundamental principle, and that's that we don't want to... I'm going to start this again. I can't speak. All right, cool. Beyond. Beyond. Beyond.
0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to... Number
1: three. In a conversation with IGN. This is why it's weird. It's a conversation with me. Sony's Scott Rohde discussed DriveClub's failure to launch on PlayStation 4, noting that the delay, quote, comes back to the fundamental principle, and that's that we want to build great games. And we really don't want to release a game before it's ready, end quote. He went on to note that the company is, quote, willing to eat the cost, end quote, of the delay to make the game great, and quote, go back to the drawing board and make sure that the game is great before we ship it. And that's what we're doing right now with the game. That's what's going on right now with the game is actually the direct quote, end quote. Interestingly, Rody wouldn't tell me if the game is still slated for 2014, though Sony PR tells me that we'll have more information soon.
0: That game is in some state of development, how I assume, but maybe not. I don't know. Gary writes into beyond.ign.com, just like you can to be show part of the show. Show? He says beyond. 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 So, WTF is up with this train wreck at Sony. Of the four AAA exclusives for PlayStation 4, Le Drive Club, Deep Down, The Order 1886, and Infamous, it looks like only Infamous will be released. Only one AAA exclusive this year for a company that is all about games. They appear to have gate. Greased up the ball with the. Oh, that's now he's cursing a lot. He's mad. What's going on? <laughs> and I think a lot of people were saying this this week, right? It's, there was a lot of bad news coming out of Sony. Amy leaves. Jack leaves. Drive close to having trouble. Sony Santa Monica. Sony Santa Monica the week before. Um, what's wrong? WTF is up with Sony? And the know. train wreck. I don't know. This
1: is why I talked to Scott Rody. Um, because yeah. I talked about a lot of things. We talked about some other stuff too, like the Last Guardian and Gran Turismo 6. And we'll and we'll have stories on those as well soon. But. Um, and you can see stories that we've already written about, you know, Amy Hennig, as we mentioned, and uh, a story that we'll ta- discuss shortly. I'm never uh,
3: giving hope. I'm never going to give up hope on The Last Guardian. Give I up refuse. hope, I Megan. Ref- no, it's never. I will, it's going to happen. I will
1: just give you a little tease of what Scott Rohde told me. Uh, you shouldn't give up hope on The Last Guardian.
0: <gasps> I'm too close
3: to the mic. I keep Ooh, touching
0: intriguing. my face to it. You're like... Um,
1: (laughs) so what's up with drive club i don't know there's a lot of rumors about drive club and i think that um i think that one of the dominant rumors is that the rumored vr headset for playstation 4 somehow works with drive club and that they're holding it and fixing it to work with it now whether or not that that's true or not i don't know Evolution's a totally capable studio yeah um and uh the whole thing with drive club is, is is it's losing mind share gran turismo 6 didn't do well um by Gran Turismo standards, especially. Um, and so they might want to just be giving this some space between those two games. Who knows? I mean, maybe the game's done. I don't... I don't. And they just are holding it. I don't know. But, um, you know, he didn't want to get in any specifics. So it's hard so to say. So do
0: you think that this is just uh happenstance, that these this perfect storm of bad news all came around at the same point? I don't think Jack leaving... Like, a lot of people were saying that Jack leaving is, like, this big deal of, like, oh, he sees something coming. I don't think it's that at all. I think he just wants to go out on top. The Amy thing, obviously, was not out of the blue for Naughty Dog. I'm sure they've whatever's happening internally they've known for a while but then layoffs and stuff i don't think that's all connected right
1: yeah i don't know some of it is probably i think that uh specifically um jack leaving april 1st is probably have to has to do with the fiscal year um layoffs a fiscal yeah year layoffs too? were a fiscal year thing so um yeah that stuff's probably connected in terms of books and bookkeeping but yeah everything else is not i mean i, I think it's just people are focusing on some of the negative things whatever i do agree that sony seems to have a complete lack of triple a games I, I still don't believe the order is coming out this year so um based on what i saw yeah um and based on how little we've seen so far at the game, but maybe i'm wrong on that too i've been wrong many times remember when i said the playstation 4 would be called playstation and it would have a
0: terabyte hard drive in it yeah and the video so, was set to succeed yeah yeah. yeah yeah we've all been there yeah i've said some bad stuff too yeah i said i was gonna lose weight nah, I said that. <laughs> uh megan are you worried do you think it's a perfect storm
3: no, I think it it's honestly just a timing thing. Mm. I mean, I was a little nervous when the whole thing with Sony Santa Monica went down just cuz I'm such a fan of the studio, yeah. but I think it's just all timing. It's just unfortunate timing. So it looks like it's all going to collapse and I'm like, "No, I don't I don't see that I have full faith that everything's going to pan out yeah a lot of stuff is not going to come out this year i'm just going to make that prediction i don't see it It seems like <laughs> i'm gonna
0: like a, go out on a limb i'm gonna go <laughs> on a
3: limb and tell you what you already suspect but yeah i <laughs> i think that it's all going to work out i have faith and so it's not like the playstation 4 is broken or bad right, or right. that the studios are awful and there's this big fallout i think all this news just accumulated in you know a fortnight and you know everyone's panicking there's nothing panic
0: over. could you use a fortnight
3: I, you. Wish, I
1: wish she said there was not. It's not a big fallout, but I wish a big fallout was coming to PlayStation. 4. Ah! Credits roll. That'd be it. Beyond. Number four. <laughs> Speaking of Scott Roddy, he will also talked to me about the unfortunate layoffs at Sony Santa Monica. He said that quote, "There's not a single business on the planet where every single project that is started is a success, and that's just what happened here." So sometimes high-profile projects or studios need a reboot, and that's what's happening here. End quote. He confirmed that around 200 people still work there, and that they are working on a AAA project in addition to incubating smaller projects via XDev. so
0: (laughs) so that's
1: fine that's cool I mean they were always working on one one game at a time until these concurrent projects neither of which were announced and one of them seemingly was cancelled so um, this seems to be going back to the status quo for them so maybe they were just getting too big back to what works yeah back to reality
0: yeah
3: back to the roots
1: Number five. Number five. Costume Quest 2 is real, and it's coming yeah. to consoles and PC in time for woo, Halloween 2014. Woo. Double Fine is working on the game. It's unclear which consoles it will be available on. I assume PS3, PS4, Xbox One, and Xbox 360, but who the hell knows.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm guessing they actually pick, one, uh, pick a horse. It's, it's a PlayStation 4 or it's PlayStation 3. I don't think it'll be both. Well, it and be I would PS4, lean towards then. PlayStation 4 since the conversion's so much easier without the cell processor and stuff like that. They got that Costume Quest engine running on PS3, though. Good point. That's a good point, I guess. That's a good point. Oh Yeah, I guess I'm thinking more in the Gone Home vein, which I'm sure you're about to talk about. Number six, Gone Home. The smash hit indie PC title is also coming to
1: consoles in 2014, and again, it's unclear which consoles it will be available on. This one, I'll say PlayStation
0: 4 only. Costume Quest, you're right, could go either way.
3: You could play it on Vita, though, right? I mean... Gone Home? Yeah. Mm, I don't know.
0: Didn't he tell you that it wouldn't run on Vita? I forget. We've done so many commentaries with Steve Gainer. It makes sense. I mean, there's so much physics to picking things up and moving it and throwing it and moving everything around. Right. I think a Vita would chug doing that.
3: Oh, uh, you think so? All yeah. right. Well, then I stand corrected. You
0: can play
1: on, if it's on PS4, you can play on remote play. Remote play. That's the answer I'm getting to every
0: question I ask about Vita now is it is on Vita. Yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, spari. <laughs> Writes in and says Beyond. Beyond. But the recent news of Gone Home coming to the PlayStation. He says PS4, but again, that's not confirmed. Some PlayStation platform. Because s- I said trophies in the interview. Yeah. He didn't back down. I thought I would check it out. However, I have had the ending ruined for me. Is it still worth playing, even though I know the end twist? Yes. We're not going to ruin it here no. for you if you haven't seen it at home. It's a story about Greg. It's a story. You, you go into the <laughs> it's attic Greg's and personal Greg's up journey. there. And I've just killed everyone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's, a story about, it's a story about. about Greg coming home to Chicago and...
0: Portillo's missing and Portillo's gone, and he's got a. There's a lot of notes. Yep. I I think it is con. I mean, the, the hook to it, obviously. I I tell everyone when I was I played it, you know, earlier last year, the the fact of just go play it without knowing anything, you know. I mean, like I saw a bunch of people tweet about it that the game is great, but don't read reviews, just go play it, and that's how I wanted it experienced. I still think it's worthy worthy to go do that and see how the narrative comes together and how they tell the story and do all these different things.
3: Yeah, the, by the end, you kind of want to go back and see what you missed anyway. So
0: yeah, I'm I'm more yeah. That's the thing. I haven't played it since my first playthrough because I loved that so much and put it away. So to come back and then. Trophy whore the hell out of this thing and do whatever I have to. Yeah, do. To I wonder everything. what the
1: trophies will be. Um, no, I agree. I, I didn't see where the game was going until the last fifteen minutes or so. Yeah, really. So um, it sucks if you know the twist, but it's still a fun game to play. Yeah, I think it, I think it changes. It feels like a lot different than it ends up being. Yeah, if it's it ends up being, I think more lighthearted than. It's a serious subject, but, like, it feels like a horror game for the first half. Yeah, that's yeah, what I thought, totally, too. I thought, totally. I, I
3: kept waiting for a ghost to pop out and, like, start shooting or not shooting. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my that would be God, awesome it's Ghost Hitler! <laughs>
0: but, I, yeah, that was the same thing, too. It's, it's scary for a long time. <laughs> Number seven. Number
1: seven. On an updated version of Gaikai's site, pricing has been revealed for PlayStation Now Rentals, while the art that shows the pricing may just be a mock-up. The art show's Uncharted 3 costing $4.99 to rent and Far Cry three costing five ninety nine to rent. We're still waiting to hear from Sony about firm pricing plans for now, which is slated to launch this summer.
0: Woo. What do you think of those prices? That's good. That's a good price. How long do you think you get rented for?
1: I don't know. Ever and ever? Of no. hours? Probably a day or two days, three days, a weekend, four days, five days, something somewhere in there. Okay, that's a yeah. lot of days yeah. to yeah. throw around. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. Megan, what'd you pay? Five dollars to rent uncharted?
3: Well, I could, but I have access to our games library, so I just borrow oh, from the games these, library. You, you I know. Words. I have access to the games library, so editors have to go through me and my boss, Mark Nix, if they want any games. It's a lot of power I get to wield.
0: That's true. What do you think of the, the pricing structure here, though? If you're, if you're on the outside, you're a normie, as we call them. Yeah, I... You're working at da- games database you at McDonald's. <laughs> and they just, you're, you're chronicling how many French fries are in the back. Exactly. And updating French fry objects.
3: Exactly. <gasps> tasty very tasty objects <laughs> yeah. best objects ever um, I think it's good it's just that I've gotten so much free stuff on PSN and there are all these great sales that mm-hmm. happen and stuff like that so I'm like eh, it's it's not bad it's good but it's like you have so many opportunities if, especially if like PlayStation Plus to get these things for free or on sure. sale or they come up you know every once in a while right. it's like well if you want to play them now it's good it's a good deal if if you want to wait, you'd possibly get an even better idea. Yeah, I guess the hook
0: right is the fact that if you only have the PlayStation 4, if you were an Xbox last generation, now you have this PlayStation 4 Vita, right? Here's your chance to play Uncharted 3 or whatever. And yeah. In an, an easy way to do it without having to go borrow your buddy's PS3. Mm. I think that's worth the $5. Yeah,
1: sure. We'll see how it runs. Mm. Number eight. Infamous Second Son, which launches exclusively on PS4 worldwide on March 21st, is getting DLC. What the DLC is, how many DLC packs will be available, and when gamers can expect the DLC remains to be seen.
3: You get a funny hat.
1: I hope so. I think there, yeah. I think there's like a jacket you can get. Or Lots something of in jackets in there. But this is like quest based DLC. So that'd be cool. Is it story or is it just quests? Well, like story, like campaign based. I okay. okay. Yeah. As opposed to, well, there's no multiplayer, so it couldn't be that. Number nine. Thank God. Yeah, Many congratulations to Namco Bandai, which confirmed that it has shipped 1.1 million copies of Nino Kuni Wrath of the White Witch around the Did world, officially you know? making it a hit for the publisher yeah. as well as developer level five. We'll keep our fingers crossed for a, pro- a proper sequel. Yes.
0: Proper sequel.
1: It could. You could do a sequel for that game.
0: Sure. The right dad up. dies now. Sure. Drippy dies. dies. happened. The mom dies in the first four seconds of the game. I,
3: I gotta tell this story. So if you know me, you know the story. But I'm always careful with spoilers. Because back in the day when Final Fantasy VII first came out, two hours out from the big event, my best friend spoiled it for me. And I still haven't forgiven her for that. So wow. I'm always careful with spoilers. Because I still remember the bitterness of just like, I can't believe you. Spoiled I think if there's that. something that
0: happens in the beginning of a game, you're allowed to spoil it. I guess if it's one of those things if you're going to turn it on, right? Sure, that, but I just that pretty much I, happens.
3: I'm just telling you, it's, it's
0: the just, catalyst for the event.
3: Yeah, exactly. You but you it's never like, it's muscle Cooney? memory. No, I did. Oh, I liked okay. it. Well, I liked no, she's just
0: trying to protect everybody.
1: Who I'm trying really to
3: protect people, Colin.
1: I'm not. <laughs> you should be playing Nino Kuni. You should have played it already. That's true. What's wrong with you? The Chimera. The Chimera. Are aliens, yeah. kind
0: of, but not really. They
1: infect the in resistance, We've never seen yeah. them. The Chimera are the bad guys, <laughs> but they're really not the Chimera. Right. Never really and seen And we'll never, ever see them because the series was canceled.
3: To swing it back around to Infamous, like, I was playing that and I think it was Mass Effect 2 on the PlayStation 3 at the same time, and they both yeah. have Reapers in it, which I thought was hilarious oh, yeah, for some reason. Yeah.
0: Reapers were the hotness back then. Yeah, that was like the big trend. I love them Reapers. <laughs> Number ten. You're no fun anymore.
1: A bunch of new games for PlayStation ecosystem have been revealed. Beat 'em up Foul Play is coming to both PlayStation Four and PS Vita, and I love the name of that because it's about it, it all takes place on a stage, hence the name Foul Play. Mm, mm. Uh, Are they all up, chickens? What? <laughs> Are they all chickens? No. Get it foul? Yeah. Okay. But it's not not a W. Mm, so, yeah. mm. Come on, up, you're grumpy. I no, no. An updated version. <laughs> <laughs> An updated version of Guacamelee called Super Turbo Championship Edition is coming to PS4, as well as Xbox One, Xbox 360, and Wii U. Can't wait. Guacamelee fucking rocks. Yeah, it's uh, cool. Pixel Junk Shooter is being ported to both PS4 and Vita. Should do well on Vita, I suspect. Mm-hmm. And Roguelike Galaxy, already revealed for PS4, is coming to Vita as well. In addition, long ago announced Vita RPG Destiny of Spirits has a release date. It'll launch in North America on March 25th. I am super dubious of that game. So we'll Doobies. see. Yeah. Okay. Why? Uh, because... Uh, it's location based, and Vita's most Vita's in the wild don't have three G, and then you have to play it at home, but you don't want to play it. I just don't understand how it's going to work. Gotcha. And I played it at E3 last year, and I wasn't all that impressed with it. So
0: um, we'll see. Off your little list, there. You know what I'm excited about? What's that? Pixel Junk Shooter. Really? Those were games I w- I didn't get into on the PlayStation 3 as much as I thought I would. I play them at events and I was like, oh, this is cool. But when I'd come home, I'd want something deeper on the you know PlayStation big screen. So having them on Vita seems like a perfect no brainer. That'll be awesome. Go yeah. collect those little astronauts, everyone. Mm-hmm. Get them, get them away from the lava. Yeah, shooters are good. Shooter. Those are probably the best pixel junk games. M- maybe
1: I could say monsters.
0: Yeah, monsters is pretty good.
3: Yeah. I like Pixel Junk Eden personally. You can leave. <laughs> We're not going right. to crap in here. You're going to start talking about 4
0: a.m. soon. <laughs> oh, God. Remember that? Yeah. What the hell was the point of that game? Remember w- remember Racers? Pixel Drunk Racers? Yeah. That? And yeah, then they just... did another one. Did they? Second lap. God. I remember how much Clint hated that when he reviewed it back
1: in the day. But Pixel Drunk 4 a.m. was like, I guess an interesting idea, but like, why?
0: Why? <laughs> why? <laughs>
1: why? I liked
3: Eden because it was chill. Like, when I was super stressed, I'd put that game in and just chill out. Yeah. You know?
0: Yeah. I guess I can see that. I'm just saying
3: it's a great game. Like, let's give it a, you know, 10 out of 10, you know? But it's a masterpiece.
0: <laughs> That's it. That's all I have. Then I think Greg. it's time we tip our hats and go to the graveyard for the Andrew Goldfarb Memorial List of Upcoming PlayStation Software on All Three Platforms by the IGN Editors. Yeah, it's very good. Very good. <laughs> Is the undertaking going to burst <laughs> through the wall? I hope so. <laughs> Gold
1: farm. <laughs> what's that? What's that guy's name? That Paul talks Bear. like that? Paul Bear. I ask you that like every other week I know, for the awesome. past seven years. On PlayStation Three, Atelier Esha and Logi: Alchemist of the Dust Sky comes out both digitally and at retail.
0: What the fuck is that game? It's the It's the new Atelier <laughs> why they, why, RPG. Why? Why do the titles have to be so complicated? I don't know. But because those games do
3: Japan. Are well. the questions Japan? The answers Japan.
0: Dark Souls Tool. Uh, tool. <laughs> oh, Frodian
3: slip.
1: What's the Freudian slip about Dark Souls Tool? You think it's a, you think it's a game for tools? Yeah, Dark Souls Tool <laughs> comes to digital now. Uh, I, I just don't I don't care for those games, but I'm sure Dark Souls Two is going to be very good for for everyone that nine likes Dark Souls. 9.0
0: IGN from Marty, huge fan of Dark Souls and Souls. Uh,
1: yeah. digital and a retail. See, I still think Dark Souls would benefit from being a more arcadey game. You know, everyone's like, oh, you don't. I, this is my favorite is when people are like, oh, you don't like hard games or you're bad at games. Like, come watch me play Mega Man sometime. <laughs>
0: Uh, no I'm with you yeah. I, I, I've played all of them A little bit The Demon Souls The Dark Souls mm. You like them? Yeah, yeah, yeah they just don't cl- I mean I'm not a fantasy guy To begin with right So when it's just like You're kind of like Medieval fighting monsters I'm already like I, mean, I don't really care this much right. And then you get in there And they're like There's no story Like I play games for story usually So it's just like Eh I'm gone
3: You don't like the atmosphere Or anything? No. Or? I mean
0: I like the atmosphere I respect it I respect the hell out of those games Right Love the fact that people Are so into them mm-hmm. Today Vince and uh, Brian Were having a conversation In another language but it's just like when I talk about DC Universe or Titanfall, right? right? Like, you're talking about all these crap that nobody else understands if you don't play the game. They games. talk
3: about Dota like that, and i yeah, like, no, it's they, a they, totally different language. Yeah,
0: they do that in, like, a science class. I don't even really know what
1: that is. By the way... They got lanes and jungles. Oh. Uh, actually, I watched a Dota... Um, it was, I think, when they were streaming it one day, maybe a couple months ago, I watched it. Yeah. And I'm like, yep, yeah, can't do it. Yeah. And just, uh, Incomprehensible. you know, teach, teach his own... Uh, yeah, Dark Souls, I, I was the same way. I played Demon's Souls when it came out after Bishop reviewed it, Yeah, and then uh, didn't really like it that much. I played okay. Dark Souls and just didn't really like it that much. I just, I like what they're doing. I like what they're trying to do, and I like fantasy. Yeah. Like So the, the, that kind of stuff doesn't bother me. It's just, I just don't understand why it is so stiff and rigid, you know? Um, games don't have to feel like that anymore. Like I always say, like, Resident Evil was so good back in the day because you couldn't play it you know like yeah, so it, it made it take control yeah and made it scary <laughs> like you couldn't but like in a game like this like i feel like if it felt more arcadey and you had the difficulty on top of good gameplay which i don't feel those games have and mikes ex- 10. i'd
3: have to ki- disagree you and i part ways right there what? i i think that with demon souls and dark souls it has to get to the point where you click it feels rigid at first. It feels, you know, I see what, what where you're coming from with the whole arcade thing, but that's how I thought at Demon Souls at first and Dark Souls. But once you get past a certain level, it just it clicks, and it's not rigid anymore. You start to learn the rules. It's all about a learning process. It's a really tough learning curve, but once you once you learn it, it really comes together, which is why they're so popular. I think you have to be patient with it. Like it's, sure. it's frustrating because it's like, oh, I keep dying, and this really sucks. But then when you sort of get the rules of the world, it just, it really comes together. So I don't know if it would, it would benefit from being arcadey. I think I think, yeah, I think whole, it,
0: would, it would fundamentally change what it, it is, It would fundamentally right? change what it is. And that's what, what I'm always, with me, right? When I start, when I hit the wall of like, okay, I'm trying again and I understand what I'm doing and, I, you know, it's like a puzzle, right? How do I right. beat this guy? How do I get around him? But then even once I'm past him and it's just like now there's, for me there's no carrot in front of me to do it again. You know what I mean? That's my right. thing with it, right? So eventually like I get it. I know it's going to go on like this for 60 hours, I understand, I'm good. You know what I mean? Because I'm not that patient, right? Like
1: I'm waiting for the next cutscene or you something. You
3: guys aren't alone.
0: Waiting for Cole to pop up. Yeah, it's
1: just one of those games that it's the game most that I most feel like I should like, yeah. but don't. And I think a lot of people say that to me all the time, are like, you know, you like grueling hard like grueling old school games and stuff. And I'm like, but those games were predicated on that kind of design in a more clever way, in my opinion. You know, like the way Castlevania Three is hard is a much more clever way than the way Demon's Souls was hard for me, you know, Demon's mm-hmm. Souls is hard and like, you know, like I say, like the stiffness of the game makes it hard. And if you made it in a more Arcadian, fluid gameplay design, I guess that you can make it harder in different ways to have enemies, you know, be bulkier, or faster with you and all those kinds of things, at least make it. I, I, I wanted to feel like I had more control. And that's why when I played Dark Souls, um, I was excited because I was like, well, maybe they fixed some of this stuff. But obviously they didn't because that's not what people liked in right. the first one. So why would you do that?
0: Yeah. It's like uh, Monster Hunter when I'm always like, I want a lock-on. And everybody yells at me for wanting a lock-on. It's like, there's that's people who what like it is. that game yeah. for a reason and like it in, you know. Yeah, more power me to Me coming in and being like, I want a lock-on yeah. or arcade. But isn't it
3: fair to say that some of those old school games are hard because they're actually kind of broken? I'm not saying the ones you specifically mentioned, call it, right. But I've just, when you go back and you play some of these games, you're like, oh man, this is just straight up broken. There's yeah.
0: logic leaps and stuff that doesn't make any sense. Yeah,
3: or it's just like you just learned as a kid how to work around it, as oppo- you know, and if it was hard, you thought, oh, it's because I'm bad at it, as opposed to, well, yeah, no, this jump thing. Like Battletoads. Yeah, so.
1: Yeah, battle- Battletoads is borderline impossible. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, some games from back then, like, difficulty is just different. It's what you're looking for. Like, Demon's Souls and Dark Souls is a game that I could very easily beat if I wanted to sit there and actually spend the time to do that. I guess the difference is, like, when you play... Um, Like Zelda 2 on NES, which is considered like a hard game and also like a totally obtuse game, um, you don't have to dedicate that much time to it. You know, like it's, and you kind of get over humps as you go, and there's a feeling of reward there. Now, people find this like deep feeling of reward in Dark Souls by putting in that time, but I just don't have the want to spend that kind of time with that game, you know, as opposed to spending that kind of time with like Fallout, which is different because at least you're you know, you're doing something that, uh, to me, feels a little bit more rewarding. And
0: see, that's that's where I'm back with, like, me, right? With, right. like, Fallout, it's like, oh, this is a really interesting quest. I want to see what my decision will do here, there, there, where, in, like... It, it's like gameplay versus story, right? Like, right. Demon's Souls, Dark Souls are all gameplay, and that's what it is, and that's awesome that people connect with it that way. I want a little bit of frosting on that cake.
3: All right, that's, there's nothing wrong I with that. I love my cakes frosting.
1: <laughs> I keep thinking about going back again, but to Demon's Souls specifically, so I can start from the beginning, but...
0: You can apply it a I
3: say it's worth like it. It's awesome. Oh, no, it's just, there's really just, too many,
1: there's just too many other games to That's
0: play. the problem. That's the, that, and that's the thing when you, we talk about patience, right? Like, yeah. especially with, you know, the privilege we have of being able to play everything and being expected to know everything, right? Like, when I get to that wall where I'm like, I'm not having super fun with this. Like, most people go through that when they've bought a game, right? And then they find the next thing that keeps them going. Whereas for us, it's like, well, 30 other games need to be played and yep. I need to know about them. Um yeah, I don't know. I guess I envision a Dark Souls that I would enjoy
1: is something more like Ninja Gaiden or Gaiden, depending on how you want to say it. Sure, I guess. but not you know not the original the original ones on NES are obviously the best ones, but you know the way they reimagine it on Xbox where it was really hard but also played well. Yeah, you know, like I guess that's like like what I want. I mean, that's like the perfect synthesis, right? Like Ninja Gaiden was fucking hard. You know, like those games are hard as shit. Yeah, but they you feel like you have some modicum of control immediately. And that's and that's what I liked about it. Or God of War is kind of a similar way. God of War is not very hard unless you play it on the hardest difficulty, but you have like this amazing fluidity in the, what you're doing that gives you power. Yeah. And that's kind of more what I'm looking for. But these are very different games. I do know that Dark Souls is going to be too is going to be big. And I assume that this will just continue to go. You think there'll be a Dark
0: Souls three? Probably. My God.
1: Um, also, uh, back to the list. Vessel. This game, Vessel. I don't know what it is. Comes out digitally on PlayStation Three. On PS4. Putty Squad, which is also already available digitally, I think, is now available at retail, according to the PlayStation blog. Okay. And Towerfall Ascension, which is fucking awesome, is available um, digitally.
0: Now, Towerfall is that Ooyah game, right? Yeah, the it's P- an
1: game, so no one played it. Now yeah. it's on PlayStation 4. It's considered Ouya's best game. Yeah. Um, and it's on PS4. I started messing around with it, actually, last night. and it's. I played it, like, a month or so ago at an event, and uh, it's just so good. It's so good. You know? It's so simple and its premise yet.
0: Wait, explain the premise
1: to everyone. Um... You are on a... Well, there's, like, different modes. But basically, it's, like, a static screen with, like... um, It reminds me a lot of, like, uh, old NES games, like like Kid Icarus or something, where it's, like, there are platforms and enemies in this game will spawn uh, and you fight them and kill them whenever you have, like, a certain amount of lives. So, basically, it's, like, an arena that you fight. But the meat of the game is, like, a local multiplayer thing where you play against your friends and you each have, like, three arrows and you have to, like, kill each other or jump on each other. It's just a a silly little... um, Super pixelated, um, but totally fun and gratifying game. Okay, yeah, I'm down with it. And on Vita, Fort Defense North Menace comes out, which is a digital-only game. And uh, it's menace appa- from the North. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's apparently. Yeah, it looks like it looks like a uh, tower defense game.
0: Okay, that's
1: it. All right.
0: Well, those games sound all right, but Megan, what's up? I'm if I'm excited for Infamous Second Son. Almost yeah. yeah. Freudian slipped that one too. <laughs> Uh, the other day, Chris Zimmerman came by. He's yeah. a co-founder of Sucker Punch. He's been working on this infamous second son, and he talked to Colin and I about it. Colin, yes, you want me to insert that interview right here? Yeah, please do. Here I go. Beyond. 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 What's up, everybody? Yes, we are here with the one and only Chris Zimmerman. Aww, There's only thanks, two of guys. Us, There's thanks. the third. Class. Thanks. There's the thanks. third. Class. I appreciate it. You're here to talk about infamous second son that's right it's you i don't know if you know this colin and i are a bit of infamous fans i've heard i've okay, heard okay, rumors I don't, I don't know i've if heard you're...
2: rumors that you guys are infamous fans
0: but what i want to do is start with uh, who are you and what do you do at sucker punch
2: ah uh, well i'm chris zimmerman i'm one of the co-founders of sucker punch that's so. a big deal well i your royalty <laughs> <laughs> yeah nah <it> just <laughs> means i'm old is really what it means so <laughs> so we started sucker punch in 1997 so i've been doing this now for coming up on 17 years what brings you back yeah uh putting smile on smiles on people's faces yeah so, and all that yeah. sweet Absolutely. sly cooper money i bet yeah, yeah right <laughs>
0: <laughs> um colin yes you set all this up i did i'm very happy you did uh, are you i'm very happy about good, second good. son
1: oh me too I'm, I'm so excited about it what questions do you have for chris I have a lot, well, so here's the thing, we'll lift the the veil, the curtain, as it were, I was just at Sucker Punch, I just saw Chris a few days ago, for the history of Sucker Punch. He's heard all my material. (laughs) Which I'm going to be writing soon. Yeah. Soon, like, in the next month or two.
0: Will it start in 1997?
1: It will start in 1997, it will start even
0: before (laughs) 1997,
1: because, of course, Chris and his friends all worked at Microsoft. And so we're gonna we're gonna start from we're gonna start from there and work our way forward. But I guess I'm telling you this because uh, a lot of the question I feel bad because a lot of the questions we I had already asked. I talked to Chris this morning. I'm like you're gonna have to answer the same questions on Beyond and then on the live stream and then on Up at at (laughs) Noon
0: and the questions I asked last week. Don't worry, I'll curse a lot and kick my feet around. Excellent, great.
1: But uh, one of the things that I saw that the readers were tweeting us today because we 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 tweeted out saying that you know Mr. Zimmerman's, Zimmerman's gonna be here and. And, you know, do you have any questions for him? One of the questions I, I thought was interesting that we were getting a lot is pertaining to Vita. Not a Vita Infamous game, but how, you know, remote play works for Infamous. Mm-hmm. And so can you talk a little bit about, about? did you guys, sure. is that something that's even in the pipeline when you're when you're making the game? Or is this something you kind of worry about later?
2: Uh, we kind of worried about it later. You have to think about it a little bit, obviously, because the controls are slightly different. Um, they've done some clever things in the way they made remote play work so that it's not so hard from, a, um, from the standpoint of a game developer like us. Um, in, in fact, it was kind of magical. You know, we we w- had the game running, and then finally, remote play worked well enough for us to give it a try, and it basically worked out of the box. You know, we could just plug it in and play remote. It was, it's really cool, actually. If you've got a Vita, it's it's super cool to be able to. I mean, it works. I mean, just you're you're like, well, is it going to be laggy? Is it going to be the same experience? And it, it is. It's 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 phenomenal, actually, how close it is to just sitting in front of the TV and playing on the PS4. Did did you guys? Uh create a
1: special interface for for vita or whatever i know that assassin's creed 4 did that and a lot of people really enjoyed that but some games just parlay over to vita without any upgrades so is there like a special yeah. button
2: map or something like that yeah they're just uh, just button maps you know uh, figuring out how you know what does it mean because they uh, the the buttons are a little bit different on the vita so you just have to figure out what goes where so okay gregory yeah what do you have to ask Oh, my gosh. So <laughs>
0: w- at what point are you going to drop the act and just say that Cole's back in this game? <laughs> He's got to be, don't I? There was a lightning bolt. You said the, the good Annan's the cannon ending. There's a lightning bolt, looks like a three. You, kn- I already know. You can just tell me that at the end of the game, Delson's going to come around a corner and Cole... <laughs> uh,
2: I have nothing to say. Yeah. <laughs> But what about Zeke? Greg, Greg, do you you want Cole back?
0: I I want a cameo. I don't want to fight him. I hope hope the enemy, the overall enemy isn't Kessler, but then Mm. I'm not even against that so much because I'm sure it'd be cool, like... I'm. I'm just excited to play. It. Here's the thing about it: is you guys have done a good job this time around with not showing me
2: jack shit. I don't know what's <laughs> happening in this game. I know an two powers strategy. It was called the uh, Greg Miller strategy. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, no. I, if you, you show it Greg, Plan Miller, Greg, you show Greg very little. He can't bitch <laughs> about it and make you change it. No, actually, we we kind of felt like uh, on Infamous Two, we 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 told people too much. You know, mm. we we were so excited about all the stuff we managed to get in the game. Yeah, we wanted to tell everybody about it. And by the time the game came out, there weren't any secrets. You know, you, right. you played through the game, and it was like, well, yeah, this is great, but I've seen it before. You know, or yeah. this is really fun, but, you know, I kind of expected it to be fun. And we really wanted you and Con and everybody to have this uh, experience of experiencing something for the first time, right? Yeah. So, like, I remember playing um, Uncharted 2, right? And there's this point where suddenly you get to play as Boy Drake, and that was super. I had no idea right. that was coming. And so when, when I... It, it, you know, it fades up, and there's this boy there, and I'm like, oh, wait, oh, no way. Yeah, i got to yeah, be yeah. Boy Drake. This is super cool. And it was cool because it was a surprise. I mean, it was cool on its own, but it was cool because sure. it was a surprise. And we wanted to make sure that people had that, you know, with Second Son, that, that there was stuff that they had no idea was coming. So, mm, I like that. Yeah, I, I feel know. I
1: feel like we I I feel like compared to infamous 2, you know, you're exactly right in the sense that we've seen so little. You know, like that makes me more excited to play it. When I was at sucker punch and I played the portion we'll show in the live stream today, um I almost wanted to not play and like yeah. you know, I was like I played it for like 10 minutes and I don't really want to like we're so close now. Like yeah. why ruin yeah. it now? Yeah. Yeah. You yeah. know, but the truth be told it's out of context you have no idea what's going on in the story it's just fun to like play and it, and what i really like about it and i think it was intentional for you guys is it feels like infamous
2: like like it just all came back to me mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. like it just the way it feels how yeah, you the how sense you, of fluidity and yeah. flow you know that which is what we really try to do right we want to make it feel like you're just flowing through the city right that you think it and then you go do it so. We say that, but, I mean, how easy is that to pull off? Oh, up? it's a pain, man. <laughs> it's, it's super hard. Because that's that's the one thing everybody I talk to about, the original Infamous games, right? They're like, yeah. oh, I didn't like TrueShare, I not like, like the story, but, like, the game was fun to play, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah, And you kind of see that when, you, you know, it's kind of the core of our message. You know, you, you see the gameplay spot that we have out on the on the internets now, um, and the taglines, enjoy your power, because it's really kind of where we started on Second Sun. We really wanted to, to make it about, the joy of having superpowers, right? That You really wanted to feel like Delson was just having a great time and that, you know, vicariously through him, you had a great time. Right. Um, so everything really kind of revolves around that sort of idea of being a superhero is awesome. So I've talked to you guys, obviously, a
0: lot about this game and mm-hmm. other games in general, and you talk about the fact that like at e3 when billy shows me the demo and he's i'm geeking out to him about how great it looks i talked about how that great moment in that e3 reveal where delson pops up in the air right smiles at the camera and comes and smashes and he says yeah that was the big problem with cole right that cole wasn't happy to be a superpower superpowered being right he didn't know what he was doing super grumpy but Um. did you was that one of those things that's like hindsight's 2020 when you were making the game okay
2: yeah you know we we um you don't know, right, when you start making the game, right? You don't know how it's going to turn out. So you have an idea of who the characters are and why they are the way they are, right? So with uh, with uh, Cole in the first game, we really did start with the idea that you woke up, Cole woke up, or you woke up in the morning and you had superpowers, and how would you react to it, right? Yeah. And Cole definitely feels the burden of this, right? That he didn't ask for this and that if you remember the beginning of Infamous, he, like there's this huge disaster that happens because of him. So from the very beginning, from the time you press start, you've destroyed half a city. Um, and and that, that burden weighs on him. And, you know, it kind of becomes discordant with what you want as a player. You, you really want to be a superhero and you want it to be fun, right? You don't really want to have somebody complaining about what a burden it is to have all this awesome power, right? Yeah. And so... You know, we were able to tweak that a little bit with uh, Infamous, Two, where he's a little bit less grumpy, a little bit more enjoying things. He had a short sleeve shirt. That <laughs> was the real problem is he Absolutely. was really hot jumping around in that jacket. <laughs> you had him in a leather that's coat. That's right. He wasn't showing off his tattoos. So, <laughs> um, that, by the way, is, um, you, you know, one of the things that's where you, you don't really realize the awesome power you have until you see someone, uh, you know, with a selfie of their uh, Cole McGrath tattoo. Where they just copied your tattoo from the game, you're like, "Wow, I didn't realize what awesome power I had here at my fingertips." So, <laughs> I mean, yeah, does that? I have to imagine making a game's got to be a weird
0: experience, right? Colin and I talk about this all the time. Like, you know, we 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 put out so much video content. Granted, there's nothing to it. We're just talking, right? And yeah. people are like, "Oh, it's great," or "That sucks," and whatever. And we get used to it, right? But then you guys put it out, and whether the reaction is, uh, "Dear sucker punch, I hate you so much," or if it's like <laughs> they get a tattoo, like when you're making a game, is it? easy to understand the impact you're going to have or that you could no
2: no it's um it's hard because you kind of go dark for a long time right we really haven't talked to the public about things since uh festival blood came out um and so now it's been two years two and a half years almost and we've been working that whole time on something without really being entirely sure how people are going to react to it so you know it's, it's it's super gratifying to put out what you've been working on so hard and and see people have a positive reaction to it um But at the same time, you know, we we, we really do care about um, our fans. You know, that's who we make the games for. Um, And it's important to us that the people that are invested, like you guys are, in Infamous, um, the idea of Infamous, that we meet people's expectations. Um, And so there's a lot of pressure. We put a lot of pressure on ourselves to, to, to meet those expectations, to make sure that the people that have enjoyed Infamous games in the past really enjoy Second Son. So... You know, we're, we're biting our fingernails a little bit right now. You know, we, 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 we've seen people play it, right? We've done focus tests. We've had people get their hands on it at various press events. So we know people are liking it, but until it's actually out there and we really let people see the whole thing and let them react to the whole experience. Um, you know, you just don't never know how it's going to actually work out. So you talk about expectations. Is it, is, is it different right now?
0: launching second son because i mean you are in it a is. completely different place it, I, yeah I, I i you know that i i, I ask long winded into questions but the story <laughs> i always had right is that when i first really got to hang out with nate at one of the, the pre-release parties and i was talking to him i was like infamous was about to come out the original and i was like he, we in an interview we were talking and he said something about being basically like we're kind of like naughty dog's little brother you know what i mean yeah. and the fact that like uncharted uh, multiplayer beta for the first time was included with infamous one right yeah and so that said, that's always seemed like they were the pace car. Naughty Dog was out front, right? Now on the PS4, it's you, right? And like, this is the game that people are buying PlayStations for and like waiting for.
2: Yeah, it's um, it, it's 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 weird, actually, <laughs> right? Because we kind of snuck up on people with Infamous One. People thought of us as a company that did the Sly Cooper games. Yeah. And they didn't expect anything like Infamous from us, um, and so people were surprised by it. Um, and this time, we're not. Su- you know we're not sneaking up on anybody, right? We've been out front and center with the whole PS4 launch stuff, um, as as one of the titles that really was, you know, built from the start for the PlayStation 4 and really tries to leverage it um, as much as possible. Um, so yeah, it, it adds a it adds an extra level of kind of pressure to the whole thing um, that people's expectations are really pretty high. I mean it's been fun. A lot of it's been fun, right? When we'll put um, we'll do some captures. Um, and um, there'll be neo gaff threads about the captures, and everyone's like, "Oh, this is clearly fake. This is not. This is real. This is all this is all simulated gameplay, right?" Yeah. And so we're just cackling back at Sucker Punch, saying, "No, actually, that's all real. That's thirty frames a second, baby." <laughs> uh, so, um, so that's that that's been fun. That's been fun. And it, it, the truth is that the game the game is spectacular. So when it's out. You know, I'm super confident that people are going to look at it. Not, well, because I I do, right? I, I wander around the studio, and I, I'm the development director. I'm actually kind of supposed to know how this stuff works. Yeah. And I look around and I see something in the game. I'm like, "Wait, wait a second, I, how how are we doing that?" You right. know, I'll be like walking, running down the street, and I'll see, I'll see like reflections in the puddles of stuff, and I'll be like. Wait a second. That's not even on the screen. Where's that coming from? How How is that happening? When I got so. that tour at PAX
0: and we yeah. got to walk around and we got like a step-by-step, station-by-station tour and we got to the one where, yeah, this they, they were showing how yeah. like that, I don't even know what they call it, but that silver ball and how it creates reflections yeah, yeah. in the world. I took that screenshot and Instagrammed it and I, screen, you know, with my iPhone, I took a picture of a TV screen <laughs> and then put a filter on it and people were flipping out that that yeah. was real. and like, to have that on your 16-inch TV screen is going to be crazy it, Like to see what that looks like.
2: It's super cool. I mean, you... you Sometimes you just have to stop and look, um, and because it, you know, when you're playing the game, you're, you're you're focusing on the game, right? You're in the moment. Yeah. You're doing all this cool, you know, superpower stuff. You're seeing all this stuff happen, and it's only when you kind of stop and just look, and you're like, wow, this is a this is a video game, right? Yeah. I, it it can look like this. I can sound like this, I can play like this. It's just it's cool. You lose track of that while you're playing the game. You're just focusing on having fun. Uh, it's only when you stop and look at it or when you wander past someone's desk for me that you're just <laughs> kind of like bowled over that not only that it's possible that but for me, you know, as one of the guys who worked on it, that we did it. You know, yeah, yeah. it's super cool.
1: Uh, it's funny because when I when I played last week, I hadn't played it since E three. Mm-hmm. Um, when we saw it at Santa Monica, I let Vince play so he can get his hands on and we get a different opinion. You gave him uh, a breadcrumb. I gave him a breadcrumb. Here you go, Here you go the king's buddy. Plate. <laughs> yeah, just wiped it on the floor, and he eagerly and picked it up. <laughs> um, and what you know, I I was playing, and and what I was so blown away about, what came to my mind was that it's the same feeling I felt with Infamous, and especially Infamous too, which is that I don't even really want to play the story right this minute. You know, I don't want to like yeah. the, the markers there on the on the HUD. I know what I'm supposed to do, but I'm just walking around and looking and panning the camera, and like. Yeah. Did the same kind of stuff, but the, the wonder that I was filled with, you know, even though Ken's standing there, I know he's going to kill me if I don't start playing the game soon. So I'm yeah. just like, I'm running, you know, papers <laughs> rolled yeah. up. <laughs> <saying>, Calm <"Come, laughs> man, <laughs> come on. <laughs> but I just and I remember remarking to him at one point. I don't even know where we are in the game. We'll see, our readers will see it during the live stream. I was on top of a building and there's just this cityscape in the in the, mm-hmm. in the far and you know in the background, like way far away. And I'm like, can I go there? And they're like, yeah. And I
2: was like, Jesus
1: Christ, how big is this place? Yeah, the world. So, yeah. so like, how big is Seattle?
2: compared to Empire City or Numeray. It's a little bit bigger. Um, that wasn't our, you know, the the thing about um, the game design and the environment design is you you want to make sure that um, for the infamous games, it's it's about action, right? It's it's not about long journeys. You're not going to have to drive through the desert to get to our version of Las Vegas. You're just there. Um, and so the size of our city gets determined really by how long we, we want it to take to get from one end to the other. And so that's, you know, maybe 50 percent bigger in this game. Um, so it's bigger, um, but it's not radically bigger. That's right. not that wasn't our focus. Um, it ends up you, you kind of want to know the place. Right. And you want to be able to move around. it. You want to be able to get from one side to the other. We want you to focus on the action, not on navigation um, or not on long distance navigation.
0: For me, like you know, when we were doing the demo and getting, not even playing it, but just seeing, it and, like you, you guys pulled the map out, and you're like, "Oh yeah, you can go to that island eventually." But yeah, this is, yeah. you know, Seattle. This is where it's happening. What I want to do is go do all the different parts. You guys, you know, from what I understand, did a lot to make sure every district of the city feels mm-hmm. different. I want to yeah. go to the woods and see what that's like. But then I want to run yeah. and obviously climb the Space Needle. <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: it's uh, we we did, and I think you're going to enjoy it. You know, the the different parts of Seattle have, well, and for us it's fun, right? Because it's Seattle, so you yeah, know, it's where we are, right? We we live there, and so. Um, we kind of do know what the spirit of each kind of part of Seattle is, and we can take the parts that we think are interesting and and kind of toss them together into into our kind of uh, mashup of Seattle. Um, Speaking of Seattle, Jacob tweets at game over. Gregine says, "Why use <laughs> a real world city like Seattle?
0: What kind of different challenges did this make for you and your team?"
2: Um, it, well, it's our hometown, right? So yeah. that was fun for us. Um, so you're lazy. You just want to. I need <laughs> reference photos. It, exactly. Go out to get drinks. You know, I it's don't know. That's true, <laughs> actually. We can just walk outside the, the office and take pictures of buildings and, and have some good reference for it. So it actually is convenient. Um, we thought that the hardware had gotten to the point where we could say we were doing a real city and actually pull it off. Yeah. Is the truth. You know, when we were doing um, our version of New York for Infamous One, um, we, if we'd called it New York, people's expectations are different, you know, than if we call it Empire City. And we were closer with Infamous 2. It's a little bit more New Orleans-y than Empire City is New York-y. But we felt like um, with Second Son, we actually could pull it off. We could actually make the Space Needle and actually have you believe it was the Space Needle. Yeah. Um, And, you know, for Seattle in particular, in the past, we just haven't had the Enough, enough horsepower to, to build the technology to do rain and clouds and overcast and reflections and all the other things that you really have to have if you're going to say the game's in
0: Seattle. Now, did you know from the beginning when you guys picked Seattle that you wanted to go and get local businesses in the game? Because I think this is the did. coolest
2: thing. We did. Yeah, we walked around. Actually, the first one we got, believe it or not, was the Space Needle. We, really? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, somebody owns it, right? Yeah. So it's Colin, just, I think? Yep. Exactly. Uh, You're welcome. So we... Appreciate it. Uh, so, we, yeah, we, we, we uh, got Space Needle first because we were like, yeah, we can't really call it the Space Needle. Or we can't call it Seattle unless it has the Space Needle. It's one right. of the few things that people you Know reliably say goes along with Seattle, and we don't want to have like the galaxy tower or whatever. Sure, right? sure, sure so, sure. so that was first, and they were surprisingly amenable, you know. Really? The, the people that run the space, you were like, Yeah, sure. Um, there are a couple things you're not allowed to do, but um, <laughs> you can't knock it down, I'm you can't sure. Knock it. Actually, <laughs> no, that's actually not it, you really. Could have, we could actually have knocked it down. We actually asked about that. Okay, so then I'm gonna my next guess
0: would be like, Nobody can die from it or something, you can't yeah, toss anybody out of it.
2: You, we can't let you jump off the top, gotcha. gotcha, the gotcha, answer. gotcha, gotcha. Um, uh, and then uh, the next thing actually was the monorail. Um, Seattle has monorail, yeah. and uh, the ferries are actually all run by the same people. So we got that next, and then we started diving into the local businesses, um, especially the ones that you know that are part of our picture of Seattle. You know, yeah. Pink Elephant Car Wash right. is the is the cool one.
0: Who's planning to sell the game?
2: I heard yeah, they are. Yeah, you're <laughs> going to be able to buy the game at Pink Elephant Car get Wash. Get your car so, washed and get a game. Exactly. Awesome. So cool. Exactly. Yeah. I think it's on uh, it's on Denny Stewart, one of the city streets in downtown Seattle. So was this. I, like, was this a really expensive undertaking? I'm not looking yeah. for a figure here. Okay, gotcha. no. It was just, you know, it wasn't about money, really. It was about finding people that kind of got it. You yeah. know? And not everybody did, right? You know, there are some businesses that we would have loved to have in the games. I'm not allowed to name names. Um, that, where it just didn't work out. You know, people didn't quite get why it was going to be fun to have their game or have their business in the game.
0: Kyle tweets at Game Over Greggy, and at IGN it says, Chris... Is this the open world game that finally tells a powerful narrative? <laughs> so he's giving you the benefit of the doubt, but then he kind of insulting up. your former games. <laughs>
2: <too>. <laughs> uh, narr- narrative's hard for us to predict, right? You know, yeah. you-, you, have to see- you have to let people play and see, right? And so we do test it, right? We have, we have uh, focus tests. We have people sit down and play. And um, people have really enjoyed the story. They think it's great. They really love Delson and Reggie and the relationship between them. Uh, so there's a lot that people re- really react strongly to. But until it's actually out there and, you know, uh, you know, millions of people play it in the wild, we don't know for sure. So I certainly hope so. That's been our goal, obviously.
0: Yeah, I mean, you went really far this time with, like, it's the cutscenes, right? The, and yeah. the, even just the gameplay of watching face, like I'm talking about with, you know, Delson uh, about to hit down. Like, you know, you bring in Troy and you bring in William yeah. and you put, you know, you put all these balls on their face. Yeah, and you, yeah. may, you know, capture it so that when they smile, you have everything. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah, right. it's
2: super cool. And we didn't know how it was going to work out. Uh, you know, we in Infamous 2, we did motion capture all the cut scenes, but all the facial stuff was animated by hand. So we had a bunch of people that were actually animating every eyebrow raise and every mouth shape. That was all done by hand. Um, this time around, we took a more of a, you know, big tech Hollywood approach to it. And we did full performance capture. So we had... Um, we actually had vacuum-formed plastic masks made for each of our main actors. Jeez, please. Yeah, and they drilled holes in known spots on them. And so every time we went into a shoot, um, and Troy Baker had to sit still while they held a plastic mask over his face and put little dots all over <laughs> all over his face. So, uh, and uh, you know, you know Troy. That, I'm sure that was sitting highlight still for of his him. Yeah. Right and exactly. I'm sure Travis didn't let him off the yeah, hook. Probably poking him in the talking, ribs, too for a while. That was probably the hard part. Um, That's probably really nice for you, though. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, and then we could use that. Um, then there were little cameras attached to their face, and we could actually take pictures of all those little dots. And through a whole bunch of technology that I won't go through, um, <laughs> it, you end up being able to play that back in game. So uh, when you're watching the cutscenes um, in the game, uh, we're actually animating every single vertex, every single point on on Troy's face, wow. um, 30 times a second. So, and there are 20-something thousand points on his face. So. It's, it's crazy how much data gets slammed through. <laughs> it, it's, it's, like, it's like you... I mean, it, it's technology, right? So it's like you're on PlayStation 4. It's awesome. You know, it's whatever. And we say words and it, well, you're like, well, how's that actually going to change my experience as a player, right? Well, this is an, this is an example. You know, it, we, we couldn't do this before. We just couldn't get that much data through um, the system on the PlayStation 3. So we couldn't actually run it that way. Um, and as a result, the performances are... You know, there's a distance between you as a player and, and, and the actors. Um, even for the, the really great games. We've all played, you know, really great PlayStation 3 games and, and really gotten into the story. Um, but, you know, there's a level, there's a layer of, of of technology that was clouding things, you know. It was like a little Vaseline, you know, over the lens. Yeah. A little soft focus. And this time around, you know, this performance capture approach we can get rid of that it's just more clear you can actually see the actors act now you know you you look at them and you can see the emotions on their faces while you're playing the game um and since you can you can be a little bit more subtle you know if you're if you're like old school you know go back to playstation 2 and you're doing a cutscene, you kind of have to have the players say what they're thinking (laughs) right you have to say now i'm mad um and you don't have to anymore. You can do it like you were writing for TV or for film. You know, you have them say what they're thinking and you can read their emotions on their faces. So it, it, it really helps, you know, when you're, when you're playing the game, you just feel like, you know, who these characters are, you know, instantly. By, by, the way their, you know, faces look and move and you can tell what they're thinking. And it's, it's just great. It, it lets us tell, I think, a, a more nuanced story. You know, we can have more emotional content in the narrative because you, you can read it. Um, so it's it's great. I mean, it, it 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 helps us really get into Delson's character um, and into his relationship with Reggie. You know, you can really feel that, that, those you know that brothers relationship where yeah. they're super fond of each other, they're also frustrated with each other, and you can really get that across. Um, and it would have been hard for us to do that before. Yeah, and I, I mean that was the thing that I took away most.
1: I think I actually turned to Ken when I was playing. I was like, Jesus Christ! Like, like on that big screen you guys have in your demo room or whatever, mm-hmm. I didn't quite appreciate it's obviously a beautiful game when you see it at E3 on the smaller TVs like this one here but what it was on that big screen and and Reggie's talking to Delson and just the skin textures like i was actually blown, that was the what i was actually blown away most yeah. about is that they have like little birthmarks and imperfections yeah. 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 and like i was like my god like you know that's a, and what what i was so blown away about when i was thinking about it on the on the plane later when i was coming back from Seattle was This is a game that's coming to PlayStation 4 four months after PlayStation 4 launch. We think about Drake's Fortune or whatever on PS3, which was, you know, over a year after PS3 launch, and how beautiful we thought that game was. And then you look at Uncharted 3, and Uncharted 3 makes Drake's Fortune look not good anymore, you know? And, like, it seems like you guys are so far ahead of the curve now, like, it makes me even more excited to see... You know, once we play Second Son, we 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 really d- jump into once it. And we, then we get move... through
0: this garbage to see what really. Well, like, the system can you imagine? <laughs> like, can you imagine
1: what Sucker Punch's next game is gonna look like? You know, or like what Naughty Dog's next game or, or Santa Monica's yeah, yeah. next game is gonna look like? Because they're all learning from each other and yeah. iterating
2: and stuff. It's like, yeah. I was like blown away by that. You know? Yeah, it's um, exciting. Yeah. You know, it's it's um, it, it, for people that are buying you know, the PlayStation Four now, you know, I, I hope that Second Son get some excited, you know, like Colin is, about where things are going. You know, right. This is why you buy a new console, to get excited about what's going to – not just what's here now, but you know, where it's going to be in a couple years. Um, i We certainly have a lot of ideas. So we're, we're, we're taking things. We're nowhere near the, the point where we feel like we've done everything we can do on this hardware. And, you know, getting other studios who are also making that level of effort, you know, the Naughty Dog guys, Santa Monica, Gorilla, the other Sony studios – you know, we all push each other, you know, we all look at w- what each other have done and said, okay, well, that's the new bar. <laughs> um, you know, what are we going to do to top that? Um, it's, it's, it's a friendly competition, I think, between all video game developers to, 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 to move the industry forward.
0: Speaking of new ideas, Brian Bell tweets, at Game Over Reggae, hashtag beyond! Beyond. Thank beyond. You. <laughs> Chris, was there ever a thought going into development for PlayStation
2: 4 that you'd pursue a new IP? Was, did you always know you wanted to stay in the Infamous Universe? We um, did. Um, we, we we wanted to stay and do another infamous story. We didn't feel like we'd told all the infamous stories we wanted to tell. Um, you know, w- we always talk about what we're going to do next. It's always open. You know, it's one of the great things about being part of Sony. Sony has such a, you know, longstanding commitment to, to really um, uh, unlocking the creativity of all their internal studios. Um, so we're never instructed oh yeah you need to you need to do another thing in this in this series because that's what we need from a business standpoint it's really more of a from a creative standpoint what story do you guys want to tell next you know where do you guys want to go and we were we were excited about doing another infamous game we thought that you know starting again with a new character um, on the new platform um, we were going to be able to do something special Um, we were super excited about it and, uh, you know, it's worked out, right? I mean, I think that when we were starting working on Second Son, we were thinking about it not in terms of being a game for the people that have played Infamous 1 and Infamous 2. I mean, clearly it's for them as well, but for everybody who is buying the new platform, you know, everybody that had a new PS4 and was looking for something exciting to do with it. Um, we kind of have both audiences in mind from the start. Um, and so kind of rebooting the franchise a little bit, going to a new character, new idea of what the game is, really opened some opportunities for us where we could rethink, say, the control scheme, which is actually pretty different in the new game, um, so that it was simpler, so that it was more approachable to people that hadn't played the previous games in the series. So like when you're talking about, you know, rebooting in a way, Mm -hmm.
0: was this something you came to on your own accord or was there like... Because I I find it fascinating that Killzone comes out and it's not Killzone 4, you know Mm -hmm. what I mean? And you guys come out and you're not Infamous 3 and then Uncharted, whatever the hell the final name will be, but it's just Uncharted, right? Like Mm -hmm. It seems like with the new console, there's this movement of like, let's give people a starting off point, but I didn't know if like, you know, Shuhei knocked on your door one
2: day and was like, hey, by the way, (laughs) drop the numbers. (laughs) Uh, No, not so much. I think that it's more, you know, parallel evolution, right? Mm -hmm. We're all facing the same... um, Uh, state of the world right we all have the same goals in mind um and so i think a lot of people um came to the same conclusion about where where they wanted to go you know you wanted to rethink things a little bit um to make it fresh i mean because you don't want um someone who bought the playstation 4 to say well you know i didn't play infamous one i I have no idea why everyone should right Mm -hmm. so but you know apparently there are people who haven't um uh, and th- and so I don't want to play Second Son, and we didn't want anybody to think that. You know, we wanted to build a game for that person that was coming to the infamous franchise fresh, that had never played one of the games before. Uh, the other studios are, you know, a lot of them came to the same conclusion.
1: One of the things I'm I'm most curious about, you know, because we talk about this kind of autonomy um, with all of the first parties. I hear this from everyone I talk to. Yeah. Um, with the DualShock 4 specifically, you guys actually use the touchpad in the middle, and I, I think you use it somewhat cleverly, um, you know, to, to absorb powers, neon mm-hmm. or smoke, for instance. Was there any pressure from Sony
2: to utilize that, or is that something that just kind of seemed obvious to you to, in, a, in a sort of iteration from DualShock 3? It was um, It was exciting for us. We didn't get pressure um, to use the, the pad. Um, we, um, you know, we we were super excited about the new controller. You know, we've talked about how excited we were, how awesome it is. <laughs> um, and... Uh, that was the part of it that we got most excited about was the touchpad and what could we do with it. How could we make um, the game better? How could we make the player's experience better using the touchpad? We, we focused on um, the times when we kind of wanted to take you out of the flow of action. You know, usually when, when you're playing the game, we want you to forget about the controller, right? We want it to just be like it doesn't exist, that you just think about doing something and then Delson does it. Um the touchpad's a little bit different for us. We wanted you to actually think about using the touchpad. So we use it in Second Son in the times where you're not really using it during combat. You're not using it when you're under a lot of um, pressure. Um, You're using it when we want you to draw, we want to draw your attention to Delson doing something out of the ordinary. Um, So uh, like drawing power is pretty, you know, banal, but that's actually kind of how we thought about it. There's some other stuff in the game we just haven't shown yet that's a little bit more creative. Um, I think we showed the finger scanner mm-hmm. yeah you've done I, finger yeah. scanner uh drawing the smoke
0: out and i'm so glad you're here to tell me doors. what we've Don't told, told people
2: <laughs> <laughs> i'm junior sucker punch PR. i know, I know exactly what boundaries you can talk about
0: but no I, I remember when i saw it and i came back and I, yeah. uh, the finger scanner is the one i bitched about on camera but the tearing you know swiping out to tear open doors at first yeah. i was like that's so dumb yeti and then i was like but you know Maybe it's just years and years of tapping X, and that's not much better. I hate tapping X, but yeah. I just don't think about well, it you anymore. Do, you, do,
2: you do get into this sort of trap as a game developer, and we clearly have been in this, of using your... Using the triangle button as the everything else button, right? It's a kitchen (laughs) sink. You go somewhere and, hey, triangle shows up. I must be able to do something interesting here. Interact.
0: Okay, cool. So with
2: the touchpad, the thing that we were able to do is we were able to um, underline physical correspondence between your gesture and the thing you were doing in the game. So if you're opening a door with the touchpad, you're kind of opening the door with the touchpad, right? You're just like, well, I'm grabbing it and I'm sliding it open. or. Um, You know, the thing we've shown where you kind of lift up the core on the big RV looking thing and blast it, blast it away. Right. You lift it and hold it just like Delson is. Um, That physical correspondence really worked for us in the game. So we looked for opportunities to do that. And if there wasn't an opportunity to do that, then, you know, we just put it on a button instead.
0: While we're talking about something like this, Brody Williams tweets and he says, what's the best, most unspoken slash overlooked aspect of infamous Second
2: Son? A power design feature? Ah, oh, that's an excellent question. There Brody. you go, Brody. Uh, let's see. I think that people haven't quite gotten and they probably won't get until they play the game how many different ways there are to play the game? yeah, because um, you you look at it, and especially if you're coming from an infamous background, you kind of think of it in a way that you played infamous. but, um, there really are multiple ways to approach things, and if you watch people, even at Sucker Punch, you'll have people who use the powers that are there in different ways. You'll have uh, people that that are very much into um, melee system, just running up and getting close, dashing away. You'll have people that really play the karma system hard. Um, that's that's what they focus on. You'll have people that are sniping, playing from a distance. There are lots of different ways to play, um, and. Uh, and so that's I think the thing that people haven't picked up on yet. And also, you know, we have done a great job um, really talking through uh, karma and how that, how being a good player versus being an evil player, and how that changes your play style. It's one of our big focuses this time. I think we'll do it on the on the uh, on the live stream. We'll be able to play it both ways and talk about that. But that was our big focus with karma this time was, um, y- you know, having it change your experience as a player, um, having it not just be a narrative device, but actually change your play style. That if you played as good, you oh, were right. actually going to play the game differently than if you played it evil. That your motivations and the mechanical things you were going to do, how you thought about a combat situation, were going to be different. So it's um, more different than just either shocking someone back to life or sucking them to death. Yeah, yeah right. no. That we, I mean, that was, that was fun, right? No, that was uh, great. But, but it wasn't enough for us. And so that's one of the things we worked hardest on on this game was um, – saying, okay, how, how, how are we going to change things? How are we going to make it so that on your second playthrough you actually have a different experience? And we do all the things you would normally expect of, you know, your choices have a narrative impact, you get different missions to play, you get different powers to use as you have in past infamous games. But we wanted that core combat loop, the, hey, there are four bad guys over there, what am I going to do? We wanted your approach to that to actually change, um, and we haven't done a great job of that on previous Infamous games. This, this time, I think we nailed it. I think we did a great job on it. I, I really
1: enjoyed, like you said, the the melee stylings, especially like the evolution of melee in Infamous is just extraordinary. From the first game, where it really was <laughs> it was pretty bad, <laughs> and, then, and then the second one with Amp was really really good. Yeah. Yeah. And this one, I really liked how like depending on if I had Smoke or Neon equipped, the, the melee attacks are different. You mm-hmm. know, and like I, I really enjoyed that too. And I guess that brings me to my one of the questions I'm most interested in is. How did you stumble upon? You know, we had electricity in, in the first one, right? And then electricity, fire, and ice in the second one, and now we have smoke, right? And neon, you know, like Those and these are and
2: these are awesome. Like, how do you yeah. like how how did you stumble upon these unusual powers? It's uh, it's super interesting. Um, the, I'll give you the um, I'll give you the whole story. So, um, I'm like apparently everything else where I've only given you a partial story. So I'm not gonna half-ass you this time. Guys. I'll tell you the real thing. So our uh, this is going to sound sort of uh, goofy, but we started off, um, we, we knew we wanted new powers uh, in this game. We didn't want to center around electricity this time. Um, and so we thought of it as modern elements. You know, it's pretty obvious that you could do fire, ice, air, you know, right. water, whatever. Um, and and there's nothing wrong with that. Uh, <laughs> but that felt a little tired. Um, so uh, we wanted to make that modern. And so we thought about things that are... Um, you know, around you, wherever you go in the modern world, right? So we'd already done electricity, which is clearly an example of that. But we thought about steel. We thought about, you know, smoke. We thought about a lot of things that you see. Um, and we tried them out. Um, and what we ended up with in the game, we've shown smoke and neon at this point, were things that you are feel natural, you know, feel like a natural part of the world. That's really kind of core to the infamous um, idea is that This is a real world, and it kind of works like the world you're used to. It's just that there are people with superpowers in it. Mm -hmm. And so having something like that that really feels grounded in in the real world uh, really helps you kind of buy into that setting, I think. So the hard part, though, was after we said, hey, smoke, that would be cool, everyone is like, "Uh, that doesn't feel like you're going to kick ass, (laughs) right? (laughs) It's like when you're going to blow smoke rings at guys. You're going mean, to choke people and going yeah, go it's in their like, mouth. whatever, this doesn't sound like it's going to be that much fun, or at least it doesn't sound like it's going to feel powerful. you got to yeah.
1: play the long game with smoking. They're going to get cancer in 40 to 50 years. That's right. That's right. You're going to see expected lifespan numbers above their head going down slowly.
2: of smoke at them. All right, I've got another two weeks. This guy's going to be dead. So, um, so, yeah, and then you'll be able to spend green gems to speed up their demise, right? Yeah. So, um, So we actually, it took a lot of iterations on it, you know, and so for something like smoke, it ends up not just being smoke. We call it smoke. But if you look at it, it's smoke, but then it's all, it's smoke plus fire plus ash is really what you end up seeing. And if it's just smoke, and we did some iterations that were just smoke, you're like, well, it's kind of wussy, you know, it just doesn't feel like I'm going to knock somebody over with that. Um, But then once we added in some fire to it, um, and so what you see is kind of a projectile that's fire, but the, the, what you the more long lasting part of it is smoke, then it starts feeling a little bit more powerful and it makes more sense.
1: So there are other powers that we don't know about that people <laughs> will just stumble upon in the game.
2: Yes. Awesome.
1: Uh, that's, that's yeah, very yeah, exciting. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like we don't know cause that with infamous too, like you said, knowing so much, like we knew the, the, the fire and the ice and like the yeah, bad and the good and that, all these yeah. kinds of, yeah. So it's cool that we're just going to stumble upon these. Yeah. These and modern ho- elements. As you and, said.
2: and hopefully, and, and I actually, I uh, you you, you, again, you've heard the philosophy. So you shouldn't be surprised when they pop up, you won't be (laughs) like, Oh, well, what, there's like spirit power? No, there's no spirit power in the game. <laughs> it's going to be something where you're like, oh yeah, that's all around me. Uh, I never thought of it as a superpower before, but they did something cool with it. Trees. Uh, you're going to have tree power. Trees? Yeah, no comment on green. Leaf power. Yes, no, leaf no, no like Woodman and Mega Man 2? Yeah, okay, we're not, <laughs> it's not going to be like
0: Woodman. <laughs> uh, you mentioned it yourself. You're on a whole bunch of IGN properties today. This, yeah. the live stream, up at noon. Up at noon, of course, the most casual, top level. Let's talk about Infamous. Yeah. Then the live stream will be talking about the gameplay. Podcast Beyond is the most Nerdy PlayStation thing. Excellent. So the question I is, I can do nerdy. What are the trophies <laughs> like in Infamous Second Son?
2: Oh man, oh, we haven't talked about it at all. I know I'm you haven't. Disappoint you. Uh, I assume they're like Infamous One and Two. Yeah, they're in the same. I mean, they're new, obviously. Well, sure, it's all yeah, new. I mean, they're not the exact same. They're not the exact same, but it's the same sort of thing. So, okay. I mean, it's again, it's enjoy your power, right? It's two about great It's about it's about um, it's about making sure that you're really exploring the nooks and crannies of the power sets that you get. You yeah. know? That we want to make sure that. You know, we play the game all the time, right? And so we know all these cool little tricks you can do, you know, little skate park-style tricks you can do with the powers. We want to make sure that players get that experience as well, and and we use uh, trophies as our way to do that, right? Mm -hmm. The trophies are kind of there to make sure that you do stunts, that you're doing doing tricky stuff, not just running around and shooting people. I mean, that's fun, but, you know, that's the game, right? You play that, you get that, everybody gets that. We, want, we use the trophies as our lever to, to get people to kind of experience the kind of less obvious, cool stuff in the game. Awesome. Can't wait to platinum it nah, me before either. Greg. You won't be it before me. <laughs> did you platinum
1: 2 before me? I think so, yeah. No,
2: you I reviewed it,
1: though.
0: Yeah, I guess that's true. I still think you did,
1: though. Well, we can find out. PSM profiles. Yeah, we'll do that. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Is I'm that,
0: good. We got a lot more to do today. I know.
1: I don't want to. I don't want to tire Chris out because no. it, you know, podcast beyond listeners don't. You know, they they, want, they don't
0: know that you know, there's just gonna be so much Infamous today. Yeah. in our lives. In our lives. Um, Hopefully, by the end of, when he's he does he's do, done with this now, mm-hmm. then he goes on he does the live stream. Mm-hmm. Then he goes on and does up at noon. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to other outlets. Right. So I'm hoping by the end of up at noon, we've totally
2: wiped him out. Right. So he goes <laughs> to other outlets. He's like, it's just my passion it's, it's, for Infamous Second Son is bottomless. <laughs> <laughs> good answer. Well, Chris, thank you so much for joining us. Thanks for having
0: me. This was uh, fun. Good luck with Infamous. Thank you. Comes out March 21st. Twenty first.
1: Worldwide, a Friday, right? Yeah, it's a Friday. I have smart. no idea why it's a Friday. It's a
0: blockbuster. So. Everybody gets it for the I, think it's, sm- ah. I think
1: it's smart. Yeah. Ah. The kids will come home from school. The parents don't mind them spending all weekend with it. We don't yeah. have to worry about
2: work. Yeah.
1: yeah. It's perfect.
2: All right. Well, I'll check with you on uh, Monday, the 22nd, second, 4th, to see how you, what you guys think.
1: All right. Absolutely. Please do. That's and please good. come back whenever you'd like.
0: I'll do that. Thank you.
2: Beyond. Beyond. Beyond.
0: <laughs> <laughs> How'd that do for you, Megan?
3: That was amazing. Right? Great oh job, guys. Oh, my gosh. Great and there, job. Now
0: the show's huge. You can't complain anymore. Uh, we have some infamous questions, Colin. Okay. Megan? Yeah. Let's go. Noah says Dear Colin, Greg, and guest, since we're getting ready for the amazing new infamous, on the earlier infamous's, did you play good or bad? And what way are you going to play in Second Son? Megan, you begin.
3: I was good, but I always kind of go that way for some reason. Every time I vow I'm going to do the the bad guy sort of thing, I always end up, oh, I really want to help this person. I feel I actually feel guilty if I don't do the good option. So in Infamous, I actually always choose the good option.
0: Right, Colin, we've platinumed it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, both Infamouses. We, did you go good your first time? Yes. Both times? Yep. Yeah, me too. Right. It's like it's clearly you're meant to be. They talk about it being a superhero game. Like you want to do good. When you're doing bad, you're like, man, I'm a dick.
1: Yeah. yeah. I, have a, I have a digital conscience for sure. Like I, like you were saying, like I don't Mass Effect or whatever. Like I always want to be the good guy. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I played it both. The reason you want to wait for the hard playthrough uh, in Infamous games for second is because. You have you're more powerful when you're a bad guy, and you, you can just kill things with wanting to bend and just yeah. not even. So like, if you're playing on hard your second time, it's actually better to play. Um, you know, the expert. Right, you don't game. have to
0: like pay attention to not killing civilians or right. not you know restraining people. You just run through. And, and kill I'll be it. doing the
1: same thing. We should get the game this week, so I'll be doing the Ooh. I'll be doing the uh, the same thing, and I right. can't fucking wait.
0: Those trophies are out game. now.
1: Yep, they are, and they're out there, and they're not spoilery at all. Yeah. Um, so there's like. A bunch of collectible types and stuff like that that were not in the old games. It seems like there's going to be a lot to do. Uh, I'm super... Oh, my God. I'm so excited.
0: Yeah. Looking forward to it. Yeah. Can't wait. Uh, Greg, not me, has another question about Infamous. He says, Beyond. 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 The collector's edition of Infamous Second Son is sold out and has been for some time. I got a notification a couple of weeks ago that it was back in stock, but before I could secure it, it was gone. <laughs> Frankly, I should have pre-ordered it long ago, but I didn't, for shame. Do you guys anticipate more being available as we get closer to release? that's a big fat no maybe I, I doubt it I, I say mean, no that yeah. never happens no. it sucks you know what I mean like it, it, it's one of the few times where pre-orders matter is when they do the special editions right Megan right you, I, any other game now it's like there's no sense pre-ordering it you don't have to worry about it it'll be in stores you can get it digitally what, when there's like when they put in a, a special statue yeah a statue or an
3: art book or like an audio CD of the soundtrack
0: right so yeah uh, we'll be unboxing it here on IGN but yeah I think you're out of luck Greg I'm sorry I'm very sorry for you. (laughs) Megan, do you buy collector's editions?
3: Sometimes. It depends on the game. So I think I bought the Mass Effect 3 collector's edition... I want to get the Game of the Year edition for Borderlands Two, which I need to get around to. Like stuff, like it has to be a special game to me, so I don't get it every single time. Sure. It has to, it has to be worth the money. It has to be a game I care about.
0: See, I used to fall for this trap where I do it for the big games I cared about, like DC Universe Online or right. Infamous Second Son, or all these other things. But then I find like, I just don't do anything with it. Like, Infamous, Se- Infamous I'm sorry, the uh, Infamous Two, I had that backpack. Like and I still use right. that once in a while, but that's like the it has to have something in it that is like practical for me. Right, if it's just like an audio CD or the, the statues are always crap. I always want really cool statues, right? Yeah, you get I, it like the the Batman Arkham City one you got, and it's like all plastic. You're like, yeah, yeah.
3: yeah, yeah. Although Play Arts did a really good job with the Yuna and Titus uh, statues or action figures for Final Fantasy X. Ten two H D remaster. So yeah. I but that's one of those things where it's either really good or really bad. It doesn't feel like there's any in between at all. Okay. So. Well funny you sorry I had a
1: voicemail it. I was just listening Who to. was it? Uh
0: just someone about GDC. Okay. Is everything okay? Yeah. Okay, good. Uh funny you bring up Final Fantasy ten two. Yeah. We have a question here from M 4 Skillshot. He says beyond. 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 I own both a PS3 and a Vita I've never played Final Fantasy before Megan you're a Final Fantasy expert I've never played Final Fantasy before and I've decided that I want to buy the remaster of Final Fantasy X and Final Fantasy X2 as Good my choice. first experiences with the release being only a week out I am starting to get really excited but my problem is that I can't decide whether I should get the Vita version or the PS3 version Currently, my PlayStation Vita only has Persona 4 Golden, and I think it's getting a little lonely. What are you guys planning to play it on? What do you think I should play it on? Megan, this is this this, this question was designed for you.
3: This is a good question, by the way, because although it's cross save compatible, it's not cross buy. So if you mm. want to, if you get the PlayStation 3 version, but you want to play on the go, you have to buy the Vita version separately. Which isn't bad. It's just one of those things. Or it would be cool if the collector's edition had included some sort of cross buy. That's capability. how they get you. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, it looks great on both the PS3 and Vita, because it doesn't have any sc- cutscenes that can are, that you can like skip over. I would actually go with the PS3 version mm. just because if you're on the go and you get stuck with this 15-minute cutscene, I mean you can technically pause it, but if you just you want to level grind, you want to do something quicker, and you can't get past these cutscenes, it's frustrating. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. So I would go with the PS3 version only for that, and I also just happen to prefer. The game on a, a bigger screen because gotcha. that's 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 how I game. Mm. Mm. Exactly.
0: Connor, are you playing these? You like the Final Fantasy every now and again. Yeah, you, I played. I've had Final
1: Fantasy on Vita for months. Um, I played it for an hour and I frankly realized that I don't like this game. So like you know, <laughs> and I, like I remembered why I don't like this game. So like it was, um, so I just put it away. Yeah. And I, maybe I'll go back to it one day, but it's just these are not. This is not the Final Fantasy I want to play.
3: But this is I, not the Final Fantasy you're looking for? Yeah, so,
1: like, uh, so, but I've always been very vocal about about the way I feel about 10. Um, yeah.
3: You like Final Fantasy VI, though, right? Did you play the VI iOS my, version? Six is my
1: favorite. No, oh no. That's supposed to be an abomination. I, a
3: lot weird. of people
1: have been, it is. It's supposed to be like a total fucking abomination. It is. Like, it, it's all great. mistranslated. It's like the art sucks. Like, I don't know. I don't know. Um, a lot of people have been asking me, though, like, you know, Six is arguably. It's very easily one of the best games of all time.
3: Well, we had that RPG list, and it's at the top.
1: Yeah, and it belongs up there. I mean, it's, yeah. it's a fantastic game, and people have been asking me where they should play it because this iOS version came out, and I still say um, the GBA version is probably the best. The GBA version, yeah. right. um, because the battery's probably dead on your NES, SNES version. Of course, um, the PS1 version's is kind of fucked up. Um, so, but you could bu- you could download the PS1 version, and play it on your Vita, too. Mm-hmm. Six, you can do that with all of them, right? One, two. Not three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, right? Three is not available, I don't think.
3: So. No, I think it's only available on the 3DS.
0: Yeah, so so buy a 3DS. Sure. Well, the, DS. It was a DS. Yeah, it was a
3: DS. I, I said 3DS. I meant DS.
0: Anthony writes in to Beyond, speaking of that Vita, and says, I've been a proud PS Vita owner since day one and loved every second. Now I'm pumped for Borderlands 2 on the Vita. With Adam Boyce tweeting, quote, I was playing a ton of Borderlands 2 Vita this week, so good, it sounds like the game is basically finished. If that is the case, why haven't we seen any gameplay? Colin, defend Borderlands 2 on the Vita. I have
1: nothing to defend. I mean, we haven't we haven't seen it. Uh, I've heard a few things about it, but like nothing, you know, Nothing of really any substance, nothing I can share. Yeah. Um, I think it'll be out you know, soon, and uh, I think, I think your they're going to push far. it. I don't yeah. think
0: your first look from its far, the fact that, yeah, they're playing. I mean, think of it this way, Anthony, right? Is like you're talking about a game that is a PS3 game getting brought over to Vita, and it's a game that a lot of people know really well. This isn't a remake. This isn't a remaster. This isn't something that's been on the shelf for years, right? People know right. what Borderlands 2 should look like, so I'm assuming they're putting every every waking moment into polishing that and making sure it looks as good as it can I can't remember
3: if, is it supposed to include all the DLC as not well not all
0: of it but a lot of it okay. there's a lot of it it does but not all of it there's some stuff that's missing okay. but it does cross save and bring your stuff back and forth awesome yeah so I would think that mainly it's just the fact that they don't want to have a horrible impression out. And I, it, what, what are we talking about for release yet have they announced that no but I think
1: the bundle is supposed to come out with the, the PS Vita Slim and... okay um, yeah, I think I think you're right. I think that there are expectations with this game. I also think this is a cool game in terms of, you know, I like Borderlands too. It wasn't something I got into like you guys did, but yeah. um, I think it's a really cool game. It's a, you know, quest-based shooting is fucking awesome and, and somewhat unique. Um, but it was an example of a game that people wanted and Sony made happen. And I think that, you know, Sony funded this game um, and are publishing it in, in tandem with 2K. So it's, you know... it. I hope it I hope it's good and I hope it does well because we can maybe get more of these. You know, a lot of people have been talking for instance about from Software and Demon Souls and Dark Souls and all these kinds of games and wouldn't it be cool if Demon Souls 2 came out? Um, and I know Atlas it was there was this confusing story by the way about how um, Atlas was like uh, we can guarantee there'll be no Demon Souls 2 yeah, and I'm like I read you don't article. own that IP. So how could you <laughs> possibly, how could you possibly guarantee that? Um I'm super convinced that there will be a Demon Souls 2 and that Sony realized that they made a huge fucking mistake with, with right. that original game, not only not bringing it here, but then letting From walk away and go make you know Dark Souls, which is the same fucking game. Um, so it's just one of those examples where I think like a game like that would be really cool on Vita too, and so maybe we'll get a little taste of some of these console experiences.
0: Yeah, you figure if this could work out, right, This is, what we're always talking about is that Sony has to prove the Vita to people, so if they can prove there are these Vita players out there who want their experiences from PlayStation 3 or whatever brought over and have cross-save then people start doing it if they can sell that game and that game does really well and there's a you know all of a sudden people are talking about the Vita positively well there you go and if it comes out and it's another eh this doesn't work then it's all shot to hell and nobody cares and you know, this could be like one of the bigger things for Sony right now as far as the Vita oh a huge it's a huge games. game and it might sell like a few hundred thousand copies for them which would be awesome you yeah. know for them I mean that's not a huge success for other companies Sure. But if it gets that install base, I'll get my Madden to copy over That's all I want. Liz writes in and says, Beyond. 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 So when I first read that The Last of Us was going to become a movie, I was not very happy. I have low expectations for video game movies in general, and I would prefer to play a game by Naughty Dog rather than watch a movie by them. But as time goes on, I'm getting less pessimistic and more excited. Neil and Bruce have always expressed a seriousness about their stories, a, quote, creative integrity, if you will. They say they won't tell a story unless it's worth telling. I'm realizing that this movie could actually be good, even great. So what do you guys think? Are you hopeful, excited for this movie? Thanks, Liz. This didn't make the Roper Report. No. But th- what happened is, yeah, they announced this uh, past week that, yeah, there's a Last of Us movie in the works. Neil is writing it. Sam Raimi is producing it. Is that right? Or directing it? I forget.
3: Ooh. Anybody? Anybody? No? Sam Raimi's
0: involved as well. The guy from Spider-Man, the guy from the Evil Dead movies. Um... I mean, knee-jerk reaction, right, is, God, really? Another <laughs> video game movie, like, especially after, like, the Uncharted movie, right, that went nowhere. Oh, That, like, oh, Marky right. Mark's involved in this, and then directors keep coming and going on it. But I think this is a different story in the fact that Neil Druckmann, who wrote The Last of Us, is writing this movie. Yeah, so you'd He's think in, it'd be better. They're, in, they're involved from the ground floor. It sounds like they have a collaborative process with what's happening. They're not just cut out. It's not just a property Sony has sold to somebody to option for a script. Sure.
3: But is they it, still are beholden to the studio, right? Well, sure.
0: But, but if they're part of the process, hopefully it doesn't just become a zombie movie. People running around 28 days later. But
1: is this the is this the Last of Us? Like Joel and
0: Ellie? I don't think they've said.
1: Okay, I was going to say because it it's like
3: the best movie I've ever played. Is that how I describe right. The Last of Us? Because right. it, it's so cinematic and it has such great acting and everything. It's like the, you know, and the gameplay is fun, but it's just like really it's known for the acting and the cinematics and everything. So
0: you keep talking. I'm going to try to find it here. Okay, no. But like, what was interesting is that I think. Uh, Bruce tweeted the fact that, like, when everybody obviously was up in arms that they're making this movie. He's like, yeah, there's never been a, a, a good video game movie, right? But there's a first for everything. Like, I like the fact that they're taking a shot. Like, you know what I mean? Like, maybe they're going to do it.
3: Weren't they supposed to do a Mass Effect movie, though, too? Well, see, but that's And Gran whole...
1: Turismo and Uncharted. This, this is why I didn't bring it even up. I'm like, I'm not even convinced <laughs> this <is what's laughs> happen. No, I understand that 100%. It's, n- it's, it's nice just...
3: to dream.
0: Okay, so it's a Sam Raimi-produced The Last of Us movie. Uh, but that's the thing. Is like, this is, this is the one time where I feel like it's a different story. Is that it's not just that oh there's gonna be a Prince of Persia movie or an Uncharted movie or whatever and maybe it happens maybe it doesn't this time they have the people from the very beginning on board with it studio uh, Screen Gems the studio behind Resident Evil mm-hmm. Sam Raimi though he's down as producers screenplay will be penned by Neil Druckmann who will produce the film along with Raimi I I think it's I hold out hope that, right? They um, should
3: have Troy Baker actually play Joel, though. He's a good-looking dude. Yeah, good well, I mean,
0: they could do that with Ellie, too, right? Yeah, exactly. Ashley Johnson. Ashley Johnson
3: they can, mm-hmm. you know, retcon it a little bit, make her older.
0: Yeah, no talk of who's in it or whatever. See, that that's the thing. I'd rather it not be Joel and Ellie's story, but I think Joel and like, Ellie's story is so good. the same
3: universe. Yeah, because like, it's such a good story unless yeah. it's... Uh, Joel's story along with um oh what's the woman in the Tess. thank you Tess. like it, it could be their story
0: see when you do that though that's when you start to that uh, that's when it'll get weird if it's like the uncanny Valley thing right of like you kind of look like Joel but you're not Joel and like yeah. you know because I mean? it'll be a guy who looks like Joel but doesn't sound like Troy Baker or vice versa mm. yeah
3: but it aren't they supposed to appeal to a wider audience so people who haven't played the game they, they're gonna want to bring in a, a wider audience right like sure. not just of uh, I'm said uncharted fans because for some reason, now I'm thinking of Nolan North. I think you have great get voice Nolan actors. In there, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. exactly. Well, no, he could come back as the, the yeah. creepy David. Yeah, Ooh, yeah, yeah. Oh my creepy, creepy David. But yeah,
0: I don't know. It's exciting that they're involved with it. I think I, I, I'm still totally hesitant. Will it ever happen? Who knows? Movie industry is so weird that people buy these scripts and then just sit on them or options for movies. Yeah. But the fact that they're involved, I think, is is at least promising. Yeah, it's
1: cool. I wish that Neil would just focus on making a sequel. Let him go get famous. Good for him. I'm happy for him. Oh, yeah, they can a make guy. a Superman movie.
0: Uh, yeah, that'd, that'd be fantastic.
3: <laughs> Poor Greg, you're still hoping for a good.
0: Uh, I, you know, Batman, Superman, that might be the one. Let's not hold out. Um.
3: What else Scott? got?
0: Runart writes in, and Runart says, Beyond. 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 Colin, will you get the new 311 CD or pass on it? I know you did not like the style of the last release, but you will you give the band another shot? Yeah, of course. They'll always be with me in my heart. There's a new one out today. It's three eleven day. It's, yep. it's March eleventh. Mm-hmm. You already had the three eleven podcast be on, now you got this three eleven yeah, day. Yeah, I uh, I've been um I got up this morning and go on the
1: elliptical. Yeah. You Listen, working out? It was on Spotify and I listened to the first three fourths of it and I've listened to the whole thing now. It's good. Okay. It's a good album. Like I am surprised. that their old producer Scott Ralston produced it from the nineties and uh you can hear it. His fingerprints are all over it, which is cool. So, but it's not a great record by any more. stretch of imagination. Much better than the abominations they put out in the last 10 years, though.
3: Okay. I didn't even know they were still around, to be oh, perfectly yeah. honest. Still they had never. that, like, one album that everybody knows, and then I'm like, that's it. Amber.
1: No. That wasn't it. The, you're talking about the Blue Album, Down and all mixed up. Yes. And all that stuff. But that's Amber, it. that was That was like the 20 jam. years ago.
3: I know. That's why I'm like, they're yeah, they're old. They're
1: like, they're like 45 years old now. That's okay.
3: ACDC is still around. I saw their last concert a few years ago. They're still really? awesome. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I've been to their concert twice. Because my, my younger brother, Patrick, is a huge ACDC fan. So awesome. whenever they're in town, we always try to get tickets.
0: Does the one guy still wear like the little school uniform thing with like the shorts and the tie? Oh, yeah. Or, yeah. They
3: all they all rock out. Is that and... what it's
0: supposed to be? I don't even know. Yeah, I, I, don't just know, know. I know about. what you're talking Malcolm, about, yeah. I think
3: his name is Malcolm Young. Of course, I'm on the spot, so I'm forgetting. So it's okay. It's don't like, worry. It's, yeah.
0: Our final question of the week comes from Aaron. He says Beyond. Beyond. So it's my friend's birthday on Monday, and I thought a good gift would be to give him PlayStation Plus. But since he doesn't really like the idea of having to pay every year to keep games you get, do you think I'm locking him into paying for this service by buying it for him first? Yes. I think so too, but I think... But he sees it, yeah, Yeah. that's the whole thing. I think PlayStation Plus is a great gift.
3: I think it's a really good – I mean, it's so worth it. I mean, especially in the past few months, they've been on a real roll with giving you, like, all sorts of really cool free games. Yeah. I think this month – is it this month that, like, Tomb Raiders are free – I got. Uh, yeah, Tomb
0: Raider was free. Yeah, yeah. Tomb Raider's
3: free. I got Borderlands 2 for free. Like, back in December, November was Dragon's Dogma. Like, they have all sorts of really cool stuff. I mean, yeah. it actually kind of pays for itself.
0: It's one of those things, yeah. If even, I don't think you're locking him into it, right? Because no. he's your friend going to be. He's getting all these free games. So, is he going to be milking it I for a get year?
3: Out. Oh, man, I got <laughs> yeah.
0: Tomb Raider and yeah. I didn't finish it and I, no, I got to yeah. pay for it again. I'm so close to the scene. No, he'll play what he plays and then yeah. either lets it roll over or, yeah, he's back on board. Yeah, he doesn't I mean.
3: have to re sign up for he it. He should, though. He should. I think awesome. he'll be convinced, but, you know, once he gets a taste of it, but whatever.
0: Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, this has been Podcast Beyond. Episode 333. Thank you so much for joining us. Remember, the podcast posts as an MP3 every Tuesday, then a video every Wednesday with breakout sessions throughout the week to make sure you double-click and get really mad that you see something you've already seen or heard. <laughs> uh, remember that IGN keeps the mics on, so go to IGN.com, read the articles, watch the videos, then... Download that PlayStation 4 app. Do stuff there. Then make sure you follow everybody on Twitter. IGN is IGN. I'm Greggy. Colin is No taxation. Megan is Megan underscore IGN? That's it. Nailed it. Oh,
3: good job. Good, Colin. I also want to give a shout out to Rob Paulson. It's his birthday today.
0: Oh, Yakko Pinky.
3: Yeah. Everybody exactly. tweet
0: Yakko Pinky and say happy birthday.
3: Exactly. Happy
0: birthday. Of course, every podcast beyond ends in a segment we call Ryan's Wrap Up, where we play a listener-submitted song today. We have a very special treat for you. life in 24 frames. Back in the office. We got Chris. We got Richie. Guys, what's happening? Hey. Give me Beyond. 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 There you go. No, no, no. Uh, uh, Chris, you've yes. been on this show a lot. Some, Two say, times. You're, some yeah. say you're milking it. Some say it's, it's a little you're fun. taking advantage of your position. But you're one of our success stories. I'm trying. A fan listening to this show has a band in a dream, starts submitting songs for Ryan's wrap-up. Then things start going your way. Things just start working, man. What's happening right now? So, okay, we have a record, obviously, that we've been working
4: on forever. It's been done for a long time. Um, it's kind of been in limbo. We've pitched to a few labels, and we found out that it's probably not the way we want to go. No labels? No labels. Independent? I so. Yeah. And, uh, I watched
0: the show Nashville, so I kind of get the record yeah, scene. Yeah, now, yeah, don't yeah. worry.
4: So um, we've been thinking about the, the – it's done. It's complete. It's been complete. Um, We've been thinking about the best way to get it to everyone and since the beyond fans and everybody has been so good to us We've decided uh, we're just gonna give the record away. Yeah, it's free. It's gonna be free. That's awesome So uh, the way we're gonna do it is everybody who's a lot of people have already subscribed to the email list Um, Anybody who is subscribed will get an email with a copy of the record when um, by the end of the week oh wow to give people a chance to um, sign up now anybody who wants to sign up Uh, can sign up they can sign up on our website lifein24frames.com okay Um, just go there all you gotta do is put your email address in that puts you into the uh, system and eventually the record actually comes out on the 29th of this month which is actually uh, when we're playing next in Sacramento so if you're in Northern California area sure you're gonna be playing at
2: uh... Assembly Assembly
4: okay We'll be playing That's why assembly. Richie came along. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the <Yes>. details, man. <laughs> um, so we will be playing at Assembly. That's when the record actually comes out. Anybody who wants it now, though, even if even if you haven't subscribed to the email list, just email us. Okay. Band at lifein24frames.com, and I will gladly send you a link to download it. Oh, wow. And we have it in all different varieties, however you like it. If you're one of those flat guys who likes the really high-quality audio and you want like that 600 megabyte file, yeah. I've got it. MP3s, streams. Uh, we are looking into. Um, eventually, it will be up on iTunes, so it, yeah. will, it will be available for purchase. And the only reason we're putting it on iTunes is so people, everybody streams now, you know. Yeah. Like Spotify and Cheers. RDO and Yeah, yeah. Um, People who want it there will be able to get it there. So you don't necessarily have to put it on your phone or whatever your device is. Okay. Your Zoom. Um, Nobody's using the so Zoom so, anymore. Nobody uses. Hillary Zoom Goldstein anymore. was the last so, person to okay. use Zoom. He's gone. That's it. Yeah. So it will be free. Awesome, um, nine tracks. Uh, anybody who wants it, like I said, email us now. We'll send it. Okay. Especially uh, the Beyond Nation. Everybody's been so good to us, and we're so appreciative of it. We're proud of you. Um. Yeah. Thanks, man. You've done
0: good things. And um, you're not like this Jimmy Champagne guy, not doing nothing. Uh, Speaking
4: of Jimmy Champagne,
0: <laughs> Chris Way, we have a podcast that we do,
4: me, Mr. Champagne, not Mr. Champagne. Not Mr. Champagne. Sorry, Champagne Jimmy Champagne. Jimmy Champagne yeah. and and my buddy Anthony uh, do a weekly podcast where we talk music and stuff. It's called 36th Man, mm-hmm. and you can subscribe to it on uh, iTunes and the website, 36thman.com, 36thman.com, okay. um, and we talk about music and the writing process and that sort of stuff. We also talk about games. You've been on.
0: I've been on once or twice.
4: Um So, yeah, uh, you can check it out there if you want the album. It's free. It's going to be free. Uh, And we're going to be playing a lot this summer, this spring and summer. So uh, keep up with Twitter, which is at Life in 24 Frames. Uh, the Facebook page, which is facebookcom backslash Life in 24 frames and our website, which is lifein24frames.com.
0: Got it. You can just Google life in 24. Or frames, you can Google it. Probably find it. Yeah. When
4: I named this band, I decided I wanted something that was going to be—you Google it, and that's all you get. You Google right? it. You Google it. Yeah. And it's 24 frames. There's one other dude that has this blog called Life in 24 Frames a Second.
0: That's not us. Don't go. Well, you can go there. We should go there and take it over.
4: I'm. I, go I'm, there and just post yep, on all his blogs. Just, Where can I get the album? Where's yeah. the link?
0: When are you touring? We're in Sacramento. Like Where's when Troy Richie? played with us, and we were getting emails like, Troy's banned. Yeah. <laughs>
4: <laughs> Tell Troy I said hi, and he's great in that game. Um, so, yeah. Great. That's that's the plan.
0: We're proud of you. We're excited to get it out there. What track did you bring today to end the, end uh, the show?
4: We brought – do you remember what number track this is? It's called Angels. I think it's the fifth track on the record. Okay. Um, and it hasn't been played. It hasn't been heard yet. Mm, so this exclusives. is the first. All right. And um, because it's free, share it. Give it to everyone you know. We need – Everyone's help with we just we created the music so everybody can hear it, not necessarily to make money doing. It. Right. So spread it. If you like it, give it to all your friends. Burn copies. We don't care. Put it on torrent. Whatever you want to do. Okay.
0: Um. It's free. So sounds do with, good. Do with it what you will. Well, guys, thank you so much for coming in. Thanks for having us. Congratulations. My eyes starting to wig out for some reason. Oh God, I'm dying. This is my last <laughs> podcast ever. Well, at least with one eye. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, here it is: Angels from Life in Twenty Four Frames Beyond. 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 I saw
4: the world in disbelief. I hear sirens making their plea. Always have a wonder. show